the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You! I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Welcome in. We'll do just that. Honoring our veterans on Veterans Day on this November 11th, 2021. I am Helmsy, alongside Greg Burgess. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. We kick things off. R&B, that's Rick and Bubba, will join us one hour from now. Eddie Van Adler has everything TV, Blaze TV, YouTube. How are y'all this morning, afternoon, or evening? However and whenever you're getting the show. Welcome in. Greg Burgess, how are you? I'm good. Glad to be here. That doesn't sound very convincing. Oh, let me do that again. Man, I'm good. Is that better? It was. Okay. A little bit. A tad better. A tad better. Oh, I got it. Yeah. A lot to discuss today. I know Bubba's excited. Uh, probably bittersweet for him. We had a SpaceX launch last night that is the launch, Greg. I, there was some text going back and forth with the crew. Not not their crew, but our crew mm-hmm. uh, on, on our team R&B text thread. And this was the launch that Bubba went to. It got scrubbed. And so what finally. What if it stayed the whole time? <laughs> it had been a while. <laughs> See, I'd completely forgotten about it. I do. And he reached out last night. It was late for Bubba. He said, hey, if y'all are interested. Yeah. Now, I was actually watching a television show that had to do with space. Wow. So I was giddy anyway. You thought, well, I've watched fake space. Now I watch it. Real space, I guess. If I've you come across, um, you know, I've, I've been brought into the world of Hulu and their original content. And uh, they have a show called, and it's a couple years old because it's been out a while. Sean Penn is the main astronaut, by the way. No. The first is what it's called. And they're, they're trying to get a team oh, okay. to go to Mars. And, I can't uh, think Sean Penn as an astronaut. I'm trying to think about him as an astronaut. That's tough. Um, he has, where I'm at in the show, he is, he's, He's kind of the old guy that's uh they didn't let go on the last on the on this mission. Well then the mission goes terribly wrong. No. And um I'll just stop there cuz I don't want to ruin it for those that have seen it. Yeah, go but, ahead, Rick. Um but it's a I've hey for mature audiences, need to say that, but it's a good show. Uh I like the space the world. The first. Okay. Sean Penn does a great job. There's What's several actors Hulu. It's uh, a Hulu original. Oh, not the Hulu original. And so I'm watching that. I'm like third episode in maybe fourth episode in i'm watching one of those and uh Bub- i get bubba's text hey guys we're about an hour away from the launch so then i got dialed in 
I wonder how he felt knowing that was the lunch he was going to see, and he had to sit at home and watch. Had it. to be bittersweet. They did get a good jacket out of it. Falcon Nine rocket went went up in a flying sixteen thousand miles per hour. That's getting it. Yeah, how about that? Crew three mission to the International Space Station was successful. Hmm. So, so we, then you didn't splash. give it anything. No, I didn't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with space and all that. I like it, but I just, I, I don't know. Um, saw something that that I and I wrote this down. Um, I know you've discussed this uh, before. Business names, certain business names, and I saw something. And I and look, we we have awesome advertisers that p- promote this show, uh, pay for advertising on the show. This company does not, but I have to bring this table because it caught me off guard. There is a uh, and, it, and it's upholstery. And I actually need a. I need some work done on a boat seat. Yeah, a okay. poster you need out there. And so, do you huh. do you know what the company's called? Well, and they're getting free pub here. I've always tried to find somebody, and what they were doing as I was in the place in which I work out, or I, what I do is not work out, I exercise. Yeah, and um, and they were they were there doing, I guess, like the some of the benches and some of the things there. Talking about a play on words. Leave it to Weaver. I knew you'd give me that look. Leave Instead of leave it to, to Beaver, Beaver, it was leave it to Weaver. Well, that's weird. And he had a nice. He had. A, I'm gonna tell you the the truck he was driving was super awesome. Okay, so he settled that. up. That's leave what I was leave going it to Weaver. Yeah, okay. and I know he's. This guy may even be Mr. Weaver. Probably yeah. is listening to the show right now, uh-huh. and. um I never talked it's to unique, him or anything, but I wrote it down because I do need. I actually need. I don't know that I'll ever get to this. Yeah, um, it'll, it'll be when things probably, when it comes back time to use the boat. You go, gosh, it'll probably that. be springtime before. I, yeah. This is the time I need to take care of it. Sure, um, but anyway, I just thought that was well, an you can interesting leave it to name choice for a business. That's what you leave it to, to Weaver. Leave it to Weaver. How about that? Yeah. I figured you'd creative. Make, yeah, well, you don't really mean that. Nah, I don't. But no, nah, I get it. Hey, it got your attention. It did. Is that no, not what it was? I'll tell you what. The, two things got my attention. The goal. Um, the fact that because it says it real big on its trailer. Yeah. And then it, it gives certain things that they do the upholstery work on, and I'm like, wow. So I have been looking for something like this. I know it's a simple Google, but there's so many things that come up. Yeah. This guy is happens to be right here. Oh, I could. I can handle it. But then the, Big the, Daddy the, the truck he was driving stood out to me, too. Yeah. It was awesome. Nowadays, the way they can wrap these vehicles, everybody's company truck looks good. Yeah. Well, the thing about it was his truck was not wrapped. His truck was just, I don't know, it was just a, it was a different color. It had some blue and it had red in the tires, and, and it was just it souped up nice. And then you had the trailer that was Let there it with weaver. that it was wrapped. Um, well, you need to go ahead and call him get him set up. I'm sure he's busy. Greg. I'm sure he is. He probably is. That's exactly what I'm saying. You better get on the list if you want that boat going by spring. I know. The boat's fine. There's two There's uh, two seats where, you know, after years of, you know, kids being on boats and hooks and, and everything, you know, you get one little thing, you get one little opening, then it starts to expand. And uh, so I got two seats. I'd like to, I'd like to leave it to Weaver. You <laughs> I will <laughs> go I right ahead. Leave it to Weaver. I uh, when we come back, I got a, <laughs> I got a question for you. I've um, I've realized I've, I did something yesterday that um, I'm a little nervous about, and I haven't told the family. 
And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way because I think Amanda is still sleeping and she will panic with what I'm about to tell you. Um, And then I'm missing something that that I didn't know I I could still miss. And I don't want to get sentimental. Uh, You're going to take the squalling like old right in half? Greg, wow, what about that blubbering face? Well, doggone, boy. He, I guess when you're on trial for killing people, you get a little emotional. His life's on the line. I mean, no pun I mean, intended. He can't even but, speak. <laughs> now, that was, uh, there, there was a lot of oddities yesterday. You had the judge's cell phone going off to the tune of Lee Greenwood, okay? That was happening. And he was he's this type of judge, too, where he, he'll get on you. Yeah. He'll get on the attorneys. He'll tell them they can't do this, that, and the other. He wants a clean ship, and then he's doing that. Yeah, that does look bad. It did. It was inconsistent. Hey, buddy, you can't turn your phone down. But the but Rittenhouse is crying. Goodness gracious! No, you talking about getting out blubbering. of blubbering? Of course, everybody's hammering him about it. But <laughs> all right. So when we come back, I've got to I've got to ask you something that I have not told the family, and I'm I'm about I'm pretty sure this happened, uh, and I probably need to make them aware. Oh, Probably wow. should have made them aware yesterday, and I'm I'm nervous about it because I know up. how I know how they're going to flip my world upside down hey. if I if I don't get to the bottom of it. Uh-oh. And then two, I'm I'm missing something. Missing? Like I'm missing something. No, missing. no, like um, emotionally, gotcha. um, I'm missing something. Something wrong with you? Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Hang, hang, with hang with us. Hang with us. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yeah, here we go. 21 minutes after the hour, it is The Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. Helmsy here alongside Greg Burgess. Greg, I want to – Greg, you've had quite the morning, too, yeah. um, on your way in. And a lot of times I, and, you, and you're trying to get here and you yeah. get held up. Well, we had even had that discussion yesterday going to our cars to leave um, about what time we were going to get here today. And Oh, yeah. Speedy's out. He's on vacation. I don't even think I've mentioned that uh, today. So if you're just joining us for the first time this week um, – All's good with Speedy. He just took some time. His dad had open heart surgery um, a couple well. weeks ago. He is doing well. Hello, Mr. Wilburn. I, I know you're listening early this morning. Speedy's probably asleep. Um, yeah. Not not taking care of you. Um, that's a joke. Um, he's probably <laughs> up making breakfast for everybody. Maybe. I know him. He's up, he's up getting after it. He's doing something. But anyway, he's up spending time with his mom and dad this week, and um, and we miss him. So he'll be here next week for sure. You we'll, got two we'll more limp, days. We'll of limp us. through the yeah. end of the week. We'll limp. And limp we will. Get the gang back together. But we were actually talking um, yesterday as we were leaving about what time we were going to get here. And and I really did – I was like two minutes later than I wanted to be. And then when I got here, I was kind of shocked. But the reason you were not here when you said you were, got we're held. going to do that next segment. Yeah, I and got, you don't I got wanna, held up. You don't want to miss this story. And the up. only reason we're not discussing it now is because I need to say something before Amanda gets up. Yeah. I'm, I'm whispering. I know I, it really doesn't matter if I'm whispering or not. I think I got a shot at saying what I'm about to say um, because <clears throat> the kids are out of school today because of Veterans Day. They stayed up a little late. Papa went to bed. And yeah. so she's probably going to sleep a little longer than normal today. So I think I got a shot at getting this in. Good deal. Yesterday, 
I go, my routine is when I leave here, no matter what time, whether it's 1030 or 1230, I usually run by the house and let Coco out our, our mini Australian shepherd yeah. that we've had for three months. Yeah. And so yesterday that was my routine. I go do that real quick. I open the, I open the back. She's doing this thing where she gets excited and she tinkles everywhere. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do that. And so we've gotten in the habit of I'll I will open the back door. We have a we have a uh, back deck that it has rails on it all the way around. So it's it's and it's elevated real high, like twenty feet off the ground. And so I always you say you you yeah. do that sometimes. I do that too sometimes. And so I always open the back door and then I let her out of her crate. So she goes out there first thing. That in case the excitement hits her, it's hit her on the back porch. And not in the house, okay. So, and then I go. Then while that's going <laughs> Listen, on, if you're going to PUP on the porch, I yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't. I'd pre- I'd prefer. I'd prefer you go in the yard, sure. But I've got to get the leash first and get that going before. So anyway, so she's on the back porch. Well, I walk out there to put the leash on her, and I realize I see a chipmunk that is, and it's a, it's a nice big. We we it's a chipmunk squirrel fest at our house we got tons of trees tons of acorns tons of of it's perfect for them the perfect i don't mind environment for chipmunks and squirrels and so i see the chipmunk and i think okay if coco sees the chipmunk she's going to go nuts and i don't want her about peeing everywhere i don't want her to do something crazy going after the chipmunk and jump off this back porch yeah now there's rails and she can't she would have to leap up a good ways to get it, but that was my first thought. So I tried to, I kind of let her, she's messing with some leaves and playing or whatever. And so I kind of try to go over here and shoo the chipmunk over, go back towards the steps downstairs is right next to our door that goes in the house that is left open, yeah. Greg. Oh, no. And so I, I kind of <clears throat> walk over oh, and I no. shoo the chipmunk over. Coco has no idea what's going on. Chipmunk starts flying over. Well, there's a grill. Our cooking grill is like blocks my view of the steps and the house door. Yeah. And so the chipmunk starts flying over. Coco has no clue. She's playing. Flies by Coco. Okay. And I'm about 60, 40. In favor of it went in our house. You think it may have? I think it may have. Oh, no. Because I immediately ran to the steps to look down to see, and I didn't see it. And I'm like, and I, this is not the first time this has happened. This is one of those things where you can see once you get it shooed over and it in the direction, it, you have time to get over there and look down and go, okay, there he ran off. I never saw it. <laughs> I'm fully convinced that the chipmunk ran in the house. And and I haven't told anybody. You're just waiting for that call. Hey, something's in here. You know what's weird? And I don't want one in my house. Don't get me wrong. I'm fully but, convinced it's in our house. I don't, but why do we look at we're okay with chipmunks, but we're not with rats? You're, it's the, I mean, I don't want the chipmunk in my house, but no. I don't feel near what I do I don't if you chase the big rat. Oh, I feel like it's Alvin or Simon. And when they're out in the yard running yeah. around playing, you go, oh, look at the chipmunk. Yeah. If it's a rat running around the yard, you go, I got I to gotta mash that son of a gun. I made it when it, my heart sank because I thought, oh, goodness, now I've got a chipmunk in the house. So then I sprint in the house, and I'm trying to look. Like, Coco's looking at me like, what are you doing? You just ran in the house like a madman. Yeah. 
And I started, I started just searching and looking and listening, stop and listen. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't come you up to, with but anything. But you had, didn't have time to fool with but it. But I didn't have time to fool with it. So then You'll I find out at some point today. But I'm fully, Greg, I am fully convinced. It's like, it's so 60, you, you 40, it, 70, 30. You basically ran a chipmunk in your house and closed the door and left it with the family today. I, that's what I think nice. happened. That's what I think has happened. It could be worse. Maybe I'm wrong, but, um, because possible. there is, see, the, there's a gate, um, that's a part of the back porch. The, so you have the, you've been over there. So the railing, you've seen the railing that mm-hmm. I'm talking about and it has that little seat. Well, there's a big piece of wood that blocks the, uh, so Coco can't go under the yeah. gate to go down. So she'll hang out out there a lot. For the chipmunk to get through there, it's got to kind of it's got to spend some time getting yeah. through some things. And when I went over there, already gone. So there's no way it went down the steps, Could unless be it house. unless it leaped to its death. <laughs> they can fall. They're good. But I'm telling you that that thing's probably in our house. Well, I'll tell you this. And I started to bring it up yesterday. You'll but find it, out. But if I did, if I would have brought it up yesterday, Amanda and Caroline. Maddie would have thought it was – she wouldn't have really known what to think. Braden couldn't care less about it either way. He would have slept with it last night. Yeah. Um, they would have tore the house apart and had me tearing the house apart, yeah. making sure it wasn't in there before everybody went to bed. And I'll just be honest, I didn't have time you to deal with that. With didn't have time to deal with it. I guess I'm so going to So you just to, stayed quiet. I guess I'll call Cook's Pest Control. Well, just – why don't you just – remember, what did Rick do? He had that one in his house. He had – remember, Cherry had the trap, was chasing it with the trap. Yeah. The, the little cage they get in, not like a. I got you. It's like a live trap. You catch them live. And I was nervous last night. I had to go to a parent, uh, sports parent meeting at the high school, and I just knew the whole time one of the kids were going to reach out and go, hey, there's something running around in the something house. Something ain't right. You left it with them. I'm, you didn't have I'm, time. Greg, I'm telling you, there's a chim- there's, there's chipmunk in the house. There it is. And you had quite the debacle this morning that we'll yeah, talk about when we come back. I got held up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes after the hour, it is the kickoff hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Hamzy alongside Greg Burgess. Big day today. Lots of news and sports we'll, we'll dig into when the boys join us here in about a half hour. Um, Adler in there running TV production. Mr. Everything Talented. That little that little fella in there is talented. Yeah, I don't is. think he likes me calling him a little fella. That fella. But that's a talented son of a gun that we got in there. Rickandbubba.com. And fine. Yes. Goodness gracious. Letting his hair just flow. Yep. RickandBubba.com for everything Rick and Bubba. We'll, we'll actually uh, do our little recording uh, for RBU today, Rick and Bubba University. That will drop on Saturday. Brad Edwards, our guest. Brad's, Brad Edwards. Brad spent 25 years, I believe, with ESPN. Uh, he's written a new book, and looking forward to spend some time with him today. Will of Meat and play, Greg. I know you oh, love the Will W-O-M. of Meat. I know you love the Will of Meat. Well, it's got to happen today or tomorrow. I'm going to tell you this, and, and when there's a man down and Speedy's on vacation, for those of you just jumping in, uh, it's tough to run every yeah, single spinner. thing. with. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to throw something by Rick today. I think we can pull it off. Okay, so well, we, can, uh, we may do it tomorrow. We may do it today. I don't know, but it's so in don't, play. Don't call and ask. If you don't hear the music, we're not doing it. 
Because if you mention it, people start calling. Where are you at on this song? What is it? I don't even know. Found it on Amanda's playlist a minute ago. You know, we do. Uh, you mean to be? I know I sound like that music <laughs> snob. It sounds exactly like every other I hit know. country song. Let me see what today. it is. In I fact, actually, uh, One Big Country Song by Low Cash. It sounds just like everybody else. I don't even know who Low Cash is. But a minute ago, I was. Uh, we have we do Amazon Prime Music. Yeah. And, and so I've got my little playlist built, and I found that on Amanda's playlist. She likes low cash. She likes she likes that song. Probably fires her up. Probably makes her think of Daddy. Uh, probably not. But yeah, who's uh, got us this this uh, this portion hour. of the Rick and Bubba show is sponsored by and this I I can personally talk about this helixsleep.com slash Bubba. You know about me and my Helix, Helix mattress. Well, this Christmas, get you and your loved one the gift you really want. Like I said, a new Helix mattress. If if you truly want to be comfortable when you sleep. Do it with a Helix. And right now, an extra gift for the holiday season, you're going to save $200 on your mattress, so don't put it off any longer. What you do, you go on there for about a two-minute little uh, quiz you have to take. You tell them you like soft mattress, medium, firm. Do you sleep on your back? Do you sleep on your side? They take all that information, and they match you up with the perfect mattress for all your needs. So when you visit helixsleep.com slash Bubba, remember you're going to save $200. Plus, you're going to get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. If you don't like it, you got got 100 days. But I promise you, you're going to like it. I speak from experience. I just climbed out of one not too long ago. This morning, didn't want to get up, by the way. Like I say, you got nothing to lose. Your new Helix will ship right to your door, and you'll be saving $200 at helixsleep.com slash Bubba and getting a truly amazing sleep. You'll also find the link at rickandbubba.com, and that'd be under the old sponsors. Thank you, sir. Good stuff there. So uh, there. I love the fact that we can't answer questions. We don't have to walk into a store anymore and lay on several mattresses and go, I believe, <coughs> I'll, I believe I'll go with that one. You remember how uncomfortable that was? Yeah, I know. <coughs> I used to give all the displays. I'd be looking on my back laying on Speaking of uncomfortable, so, <laughs> you, you hey, you got up, you got after it. You thought, man, I'm going to get here uh, a little earlier today because me and Helms kind of had a plan, and, and we're working some things, and then – before you even got out of your driveway, you had a little roadblock. Well, Tell us what happened. Every morning when I leave, I never know. You know, And I, <laughs> I had a good time. I, I, I was on time. I wasn't yeah. late. I had to, you, actually, I was early. I have to ask, did you did you make your coffee at the house? Because I know the yes. other day you forgot, and I you did. were kind of bummed that you didn't but have it But my coffee pots in. let me down. It wasn't automatic. I could set a time, and it would brew. Yeah. Well, now it's quit doing that because I guess I've worn it out. So I actually have to go in there and push the button before I get in the So show. you got in your truck with your coffee and thought, hey, well, good, good with, start to the day. I did. I had to deal with Marty and Buddy a little bit. Marty likes to come over. That's Buddy's friend that, yeah. that doesn't live with us, but he's He's there a lot. Yeah, He likes to be there early in the morning for some reason. So Marty was there, and a lot of times when I, like I go out and, and they've drug a shoe or yeah. a dustpan. I found a dustpan out in the yard that they took out there as I walked out. And then I noticed that their water was low, so I said, let me get that. So I was starting to burn a little more time. I thought, well, now I'm getting into me being early. Yeah. So I get down the driveway. I got a long driveway. You do. So I'm cutting. I'm easing down there. The dogs are running beside me. And I'm looking at the end of the driveway, and I can see something. I right, stop. How far out are you right now? 50 yards? 100 yards? Let's see. The driveway is a quarter of a mile long, and I was probably about halfway. Oh, so you could yeah. see. Wow. And okay. I was like, something. And there was another one of the dogs. You don't have any lights or anything, though. No. Do. So you're moonlight yes, only. Yes, my lights. Moonlight ground. Yeah. And I see the, the other the, one of the dogs that lives across the street was down there then. I thought, oh, that could be a fight. Anyway, so as I get to close, I look, there's something else. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about laying in my concrete driveway. Right at the end is a full-grown doe that has been hit by a car. Oh, goodness. Look, don't panic. I mean, she was no longer with us. She wasn't yeah. suffering. She was gone. But I go, what am I going to do? One, Lisa will panic. 
Yeah. And two, I don't want to watch a, a deer decomposition at, at the end of the driveway, go through all them phases. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. And I'm going – and I'm looking at the clock. I said, what am I? And first of all, this is a full grown. This was a mature deer. Deer are thought, hard to pick up and yes. move. Yeah. And I thought, I, anyway, so I started, well, I'll drag it across the road, but that's still no better. I'm still going to have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, the buzzards are going to show up and all this. I just, first, my first thought, well, let me get out of the driveway because Lisa will have a heart attack. She sees it. You, let me ask you this. Is, is there any way that you could, if you made this decision, went around it? And oh. got on the road, or yeah, would no, you have no, had to go no, over it? No, it wasn't blocking. Okay. It was just a little off to the side, but okay. I got to think, I can't just leave. Uh-huh. And this was a full mature. This wasn't, you know, like when you, you got a, a bird or something yeah. out over, a rabbit laying out there. Yeah. And I was like, I, got, I can't leave this. This is going to, you know, what's going to happen? And I'm like, well, I know I'm, I'm gonna, now I'm going to make myself late. Anyway, so I, I popped the tailgate down I, like I'm on a hunting trip. And uh, But, hey, by yourself trying to get a full. Hey, that's tough. I, I got, well, anyway. I got they're it, not necessarily I got heavy. Up. They're awkward. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, this was anyway. I got the close to the tailgate where I could get up on the tailgate, reach down, and pull up. Okay. Anyway, so I get her loaded up. So, so now it is. Now and what I do think, I do? What am I going to do with her? You. <laughs> I got to get her out of here. So I thought, well, I, I, I don't need to take her to the the Vestavia City Center. All right. Let me ask you this. Um, this is gross, but I have to ask. Bleeding? No. So you're not getting anything on no, you where so you I have to go I, back to no, the house. When I first okay. got out, I thought, well, I'm going to try to load this. It's going to but then I got looking, but God love her. She just got popped by the car. And she could have died of COVID. May have. You know, COVID's running in the deer population from what I understand. That's what I heard. I put a mask on. But anyway, so I get it. So now I go at least, you know, the carcass isn't laying in the driveway for my wife. And then, of course, watch, you know, like I say, all the coyotes and everybody that yeah. would have showed up. Ugh. So I've got that solved. And I thought, well, now what do I do with this thing? Greg. So I'm driving, and the way I normally go, there's there's the road I live on. It goes all the way out to the main highway, and then there's a one that cuts off. It ends up at the same place eventually, but it's a little more secluded route. And I said, aha. So I found a stretch of road where nobody lives, and I got Greg. out. And, well, I, Is that I drug up? But I, I got it off the road up out of the way okay. up in the woods. So you put it on somebody else's property? No, when they was in the right of way. It was, it was still in was the Was it? Well, I don't know. But I had to go. So, but it wasn't somebody, in the middle of the road. Somebody, it wasn't. But so what was saying, I, what was right, I supposed out. to do with it? You're saying that uh, no one's going to go check their mailbox today no, and be no, like, no, and be no, like no. hey, somebody put I didn't take my it. problem and put it on someone okay. else's. Right. No, no. There was, right. I made sure it was an area Perfect. nobody lived. Good. Now, that would have been bad if I'd have dumped it out in my neighbor's mailbox and said, now you deal with it. That wasn't the case. Now, now probably people that live by me, one's, another one's going to get hit and it's lands in their yard and will think I did it. That's funny. I promise. I put it in an area where there were no houses. Because I got to thinking on my way out, I said, I got to find a, what a handle. Oh, my I had time goodness. to fool with that. Loading up. I mean, this, and like I say, this was a mature, I mean, it was it was pretty good size. There's I mean, just laying deer. right there How many on the deer, concrete. Now, I know you didn't hit this deer. How many deer have you hit? I've hit, I, I that I can remember, I know I've hit three, and one was real bad. The others were just like a clipped. Now, they'll damage your vehicle. No, oh, yes, they I was will. in a uh, – it was a dealer car. I was driving for a dealership at one time doing advertisement, and the deer came out of the ditch and hit me. <clears throat> I mean, crashed into yeah. the – I'm talking about the whole front wheel, uh, that part of the car. It destroyed it. I remember that because that was the day you were turning that vehicle in. Exactly. Yeah. So I've hit that, but I have hit a few things. But I didn't hit this one. I just found it after it had been hit. But I, y'all, I you don't understand – 
I would have had to went around it to get. I couldn't leave that in the driveway. And, and again, was, and my first thought was, well, I'm just going to drag it across the road. Well, that's not doing me any good because right. I'm still going to have to deal with it, it decaying and all that. You know. And I know it sounds Buzzard City strange to say because we're all hunters and we we can harvest a deer with no issues emotionally. But it's sad to me when a deer gets oh, hit I by a car. Stand it. I can't. I don't. I don't like it. Oh, it bothered me. Cause see, I can I, stare down the barrel of a rifle and no problem. But I can't stand when they get hit by a car. When, when I, what does that say about me? I'm the same. That's way. weird. And when I leave at night or come home at night, I have a there's deer they cross the drive yeah. all the time. And I thought, well, that's one of them I've been watching. Mm. We're, we're minus one. Well, I'm sorry. I don't. A, I don't hunt at the house right there by the house. Anything sure. that runs there, I just. I mean, it's just there. It's just kind of like you know, good to look at. So we're less one now, but what a crazy. But start I'm just to glad because what I, I I told myself after it was over with, I said I'm glad I did that because if I would have just went around it or drug it on the road halfway here, I'd go, God, I should have got rid of that. I'm gonna have to deal with it when I get home. Do you think is 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 Lisa your wife observant enough to know that if you'd have pulled it off the side, would she have seen it? Oh yeah. Well, well, no, she, it depends how far I pulled it yeah. off. But she wouldn't have seen it, but when the buzzard showed up, she would have. That's a good point. And had good smell. And the dogs and stuff. Oh, the dogs. Wondering. And I'd say my two that hang out at my house, and then there's like three across the street. They were all gathered. I, you ought to have seen them all looking at me when I loaded it up. They're like, come on. I think you did the right thing. Now, the person checking their mail today that sees it no, next to it, it was secluded. Nobody will even see it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you had to deal with that. That's goodness. I did purposely make sure I was on a stretch where nobody lived. This makes Look, my. How about this? There's dead deer laying on the side of that road all the time anyway. I may have a chipmunk in my house, but uh, you, you, uh, I'm just, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that. I'm not today. second guessing myself because normally I yeah. say, man, I got to get to work. I'll worry about this later because if I had this hanging over my head right now. And today's your long day, too. Yeah, it'd so. have been bad. Nothing right. good would have came out of it. I handled it correctly. We'll be back. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 51 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. Welcome in. Whatever the case, thank you for being a part of the show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Helmsy here alongside Greg Burgess. It is the Rick and Bubba show, and we're kicking things off this hour. Speedy on vacation, and he'll be back next week. So will a meet and play today? I know you guys are fired up about that. W-O-M. Um, Greg, I have uh, I'm, I've been struggling with something over the past couple days, and I didn't realize that it has. And and we can have some fun with this, but um, and I and I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna start the blubbering at all. But Uh-oh. um, I missed something that I have not missed in 20 years. The first time in 20 years I actually missed something. This time of year, I thought I'd never say this again. I miss baseball. I miss baseball. I don't know. I have this miss, week. What do you mean you miss baseball? This week, I have gone home, and I have missed the the playoffs. I've missed keeping up with what's going on with the teams that are still in it. I it's it, I have well, a, I have a it. void that that I need to fill uh, because I miss baseball, and, and that has not time. been the case in twenty years. Well. What How about had, that? Well, we had so many things that made it, you know, different. It did. The Braves and stuff like Kendall that. Kendall Graveman yeah, with the Astros, that, the Atlanta Braves, childhood team. I mean, there was kept so, you interested longer. It, it did. Then you got into it, and I, I, normally you had done faded. I was emotionally invested in this season. That's right, and you hadn't been a, in a while. For I can't remember. 
I can't, and I don't know if it's because it became the, the I, and my wife Lisa was she she loved watching it. It became hey, the game's on tonight. Of course, I'd have to fall asleep. With our entire family, it was like that. And, and yeah, I agree with you. I haven't been that way in a long time. And I have found myself this week missing it. Like Something really, about this week's got you missing. I don't know why. I'm just like you yearning. College basketball started, and NBA's been going on. They they never stop playing. I got to like. work on myself and make myself. Greg, you I like I like to watch high school basketball. I don't dislike the sport of basketball. If there's just something about college basketball I can't watch. I don't know what it is. There have been several times. Maybe it's because there's nine thousand games. I don't know. Last weekend, this week, but it hit me this week. I you don't know how dislike you, the game at all. I know, and I, know. I appreciate the skill it takes to play it. Well, usually I jump. When when baseball season's over, if I have a, I'm not a big sit down and watch sports uh, for a long period of time anyway. But if I have thirty or forty minutes before bed or before I go somewhere or whatever, um, or while I'm catching up on some email or work, I'll flip on a game. And I just can't. I've 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 tried the college basketball thing starting this week. Braden's all into basketball. He's a huge Atlanta Hawks fan, so he's he's has that on. And I just sit there the whole time and think, I wish baseball was on. Yeah. And this is the first I look, we got an NFL game tonight with my daddy Joe Buck calling the game. Okay. Who's it's on Fox, uh Baltimore at Miami. Seven twenty kick on Fox Not and NFL Network if you uh it's on both. So if you want to dig into that. But like tonight, I'll flip on it because I'll feel like, hey, it's a Thursday night game. You got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck on the call. And um, you love that. I love watching love Lamar it. Jackson. So yeah, this, he makes he, it fun. You, I mean, but I'll sit there and go, man. I wish I wish the Braves were on, or I wish I I wish you know it's Kendall going to get the pitch tonight. And yeah, I don't know. I it, just it was fun. It was I'll a, admit it was it, a I lot was, of fun. Now, I haven't just had suddenly missed it this week like you did, but I did get into it. Yeah, yeah, and I and, and again, this it's just an emotion that I haven't had in twenty plus years. Yeah. And and I'm a Braves fan, but plus like when. When Taylor was little, he and he's still a huge Braves fan. But we would watch it. He could watch yeah. the whole game. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't watch now. But he just loved it. And I remember him when they were on that run, and we just loved the Braves. And then finally they're back, and it was it just made it good, made it fun. Well, I, I, again, I don't want to romanticize about it and all that, and no no tears over here. I, I say squalling, but little, I but right I do. I for the first time, I miss baseball. Um, you had a little little void there. I, I'd have. It's yeah, the itch that needed to be scratched. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> I mean, if you can put it that way, that's true. Um, I get it, though. 90-something days, 94 days until spring training, So, for those of you wondering. Now, Um, I'm going to tell you, it's fixing to hit. When when football's over and it's just basketball before baseball, to me, that's the worst sports time of the year. There's a lull there, for sure. March Madness gives us a little bit, um, and, you know, leading up to that. And, of course, you have – if you're a golf fan, there are several – uh, big tournaments to start the year off, and then tennis. You have the Australian Open, so if you jump off in those worlds, you can kind of fill those voids. But, but you're right; it, there is a lull. I'll dabble There's in a golf. lull until spring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, something we both love. There's a story out there, uh, and I know this is going to catch some people off guard. But you and I both have this love for street sweepers. Yeah, because we get to see one up close down here at the, yeah. at the plaza. We so, because they they work in weird hours, middle of the night, yeah. and and so um, I guess probably once or twice a week we will see one doing its thing down mm-hmm. here in the parking deck cool, at three thirty four in the morning. And uh, the reason I bring this up is we have a story from a few days ago where a street sweeper was stolen. 
Now try to say that wow. real quick. Street sweeper was stolen. Was stolen. Um, it it had the police on a very low speed chase. I was going to say, you know how you um, see them overhead views of the police chase. Yeah. Imagine watching the sweeper trying to get away. Why? Why don't you just get in run in front of it and stop it? I mean, it's not going very fast. I don't know. This uh, gentleman, uh, of course, it happened at one thirty in the morning, as we discussed. Fifty-four-year-old yeah. uh, Sammy Allen of um, was driving a a street sweeper that had been stolen from a construction company uh, working on a uh, parkway. Look, I get that you shouldn't do that, right? But let's be honest. He's just joyriding because you you know you're yeah. not going to steal a sweeper. I mean, how you going you going to drive it home? He could have he could have been cleaning. He could have been he community, may have been trying to help. community service. But my point is, it ain't like hey, somebody stole a vehicle. They're going to steal it. They're going to strip it. And they're going to sell it. Guy was taking a joyride on a street sweeper. That's all it was. Well, he was uh, traveling at speeds of ten to fifteen miles mm, per hour. Now breakneck, this breakneck now, speeds. You do have to. You this is he nearly flipped it over one time. I want to know did he have the brush going? You know, because you can turn know. the brush off and on. I don't know. I won't know if he was actually sleeping while running. He um, he rammed it into a garage. That's never good. Um, and then um, because, because of the, alcohol involved. because he continued to act in this manner, the um, they put the spike strips out. The police put the <laughs> they spike strips. They did. They did. Sweeper, I'd say that. Um, Spike stripped a street sweeper. But but see, he was going so slow, he could see him, and he maneuvered around. <laughs> so I'm not making that up. That's, That's in the true, story. Though, if yeah. you think about yeah. it. Yeah. So you you normally at high speed you throw those out and, and then you, hit you the never even know them. yeah so but he was going so slow that he was able to maneuver around them. so how about that don't you know that they got him out of there hey buddy what were you thinking I want to drive like, what if he said I'm sorry sir but I can't stand the streets being dirty I just can't I had to do something about it why don't one morning hold my beer when they're down here we ask if we can make a run yeah I want to do that I really do I've never driven one I want to drive one. I want to drive one of those, and I want to drive the what's the thing called that cleans the hockey ice? Oh, the yeah, Zam, no, Zam, Zambino, Zamboni, Zamboni. I want to yeah, drive. Yeah, I would of those. definitely like to drive one of those. That's on my bucket list. Those two things. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. Rick Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as our number. We thank you for being with us. This hour starts with our national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets around That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave For the land 
It is eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba going forward. Speedy on vacation. He shall return on Monday. As we can, if you, if you check that calendar, we're inching ever closer to the end of the 27th year of the Rick and Bubba Show. And we'll celebrate our 28th birthday in January, Lord willing. We do have a, an action-packed show today. What's eating Scott Garoski? Uh, he will speak to us next hour. Uh, says he's got a, uh, a list of new things that are, that are bothering him. Uh, so we'll talk to him. Uh, also, uh, may or may not, but there's a, we don't know how cell service works and the parts that uh, where Gary the bulldozer man, the spur master, lives. But uh, I did get a call from him yesterday. He says, hey. I might I might call the show tomorrow. And I said, all right, well if you just find a good sale. So that that may happen today. Will of meat has not happened. Uh, so you know now you've narrowed it down. It's either today or tomorrow. So uh, and across the way, let's get him in here. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that roll. Last night put the heavy on me. Woke up and I'm feeling lonely. This world got a way of showing me. Some days it'll lift you up Some days it'll call you bluff Man, most of my days I ain't got enough So what do you say, Bubba? Sing it right here, say And all I know That's a good one right there. When the wolves come around. There he is. When your feet hit the ground. That's right. I didn't need, I, I didn't, didn't need you. you. Bubba, how's that build back better treating you? Uh, so we'll. Uh, <laughs> all good here, Rick. All good here. Yeah, so. You know, it's, it's kind of like. Um, you know, we got to take the word better out of that. When you when you watched, you know, when we were growing up and Evil Knievel was the greatest stuntman daredevil oh, of all yeah. time. And, and we've we've talked about how much fun right. it was to watch him try some of these crazy yeah. things. Oh, he's some great. successful, some not. Yeah, right. But you always had the sense well, maybe not at Snake River Canyon, but right. you always we'll you always yeah, had the count. sense that he at least put in some effort to try to look at the the physics and the science to to at least have hope of making the jump. <laughs> You know, he knew the speed he had to be. He knew the distance yeah. he could fly. He, you know, he, he had knew to the, hit all them. He marks. knew the angle he That's needed why he to did land that at. Test run, right? So, even though it was risky, it was a uh, it was an educated guess. You know, I guess is the best term we could use. When I watch the people running our government now at the highest levels, ooh, I, <clears throat> ooh. 
it's not even a good educated guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like for every Y in the road, you're almost assured they're going to make the wrong turn. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to yeah. – you think the odds of 50-50 would catch up with them right. at some point. But I, I don't – I guess it's just they've never done it. And, you know, they've read it in a textbook, and they've got a lot of degrees on their wall, but they don't know their butt from a hole in the ground, folks. I'm telling you. Well, it, and that's why I was laughing at Don't that. take my word for it. Just look at what they're doing. You know, we had a guy call one day who worked for the government, and he said they, they love slogans, and they love oh, they, yeah. they love little rhymes. Oh, and right. All this kind of stuff. Abbreviations. Yeah, abbreviations, the acronyms. They just love all that. And and the one they've chosen, Build Back Better, is it's just become so comical because it's like me saying, hey, I really like this automobile that I have. And somebody says, let me tell you something. If you're willing to trade that in, I'll give you one even better. And I'm like, oh, really? Be- better, well, better than what I have? And then they give it to you, and you're driving it, and the wheel's falling off, mm-hmm. and it's all clunky, and it, it, you know, it, it keeps breaking down. You're like, you said this car was better? I mean, they well, were it's uh, you you know what it was. They knew "Make America Great Again" was a catchy phrase, mm-hmm. and it had it had traction. Maga. But they said we can't use that. We need our own version of that. Well, they've demonized that. Yeah, they they and, say that, that and, you're racist and yeah, evil if you right. even say and, that. And that's that's how they tried to spin it. So they said, no, wait a minute. So we can't say something like that. But we need to say that we're we're doing we're yeah mm-hmm. we're building yeah yeah you know they love not the building. term infrastructure uh, which. If their definition and, and ours was the same, we could have a conversation about it. But we know they'll just say anything oh, to yeah. get done uh, what course. they want done. But, but really, they don't care. They'll if, just lie right to you, and then they got the media backing them up. It's uh, it, it's just you know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rant right out of the gate. No, here I just, this I, hour I'm really. purging that because we got a lot of fun yeah. coming. Yeah. So I, I want to get all the. I'm, I'm I'm flipping today. I'm just getting it out of my system. Okay. And then I'm moving on. But really, what what it should be if they wanted an accurate slogan it should be reconstructing a constitutional republic i mean they they, they are they are deconstructing this country is what's happening this it the country and its principles and its foundations are being destroyed because we're doing things that are in conflict with a true constitutional republic and a, and a, and a true free market and what we're seeing is disaster because what we're doing has never worked in the history of the world so we are deconstructing. They would say reconstructing. I would say deconstructing uh, this this country, and and it's um, and like you said, that and they all kind of have that look on their face, like Greg talks about when you toss somebody the keys and they tell you they can drive three on a column, right. and they get in the truck and it keeps hopping oh, and jumping. Yeah, yeah, and yeah you, and exactly. You, and you realize, oh, y'all really don't know how to drive a three on a column. You just pretended. You, thought you did. You wanted the the uh, job of driving the truck, but you just don't know how to drive it. And and, and uh, I think especially another, Kamala Harris, she has a look Rick, on her face like hey, I can't Rick, believe I ended up here. Y- you realize her approval rating is lower than Joe's, right? Lower than Joe's. I know. Guys, um, when she wanted to be the candidate, she was the first one. I but don't, me, don't remember yeah, that. Remember yeah. the Jimmy Kimmel. Did you see his quote? Oh yeah. The reason why her approval rate, rating is low low is because you're a racist and a misogynist. No, it's because she doesn't know what she's doing. And well, I promise that's you, nothing to do with no, her gender I, or, or her I, ethnicity. I know. I know the left thinks any disagreement. That's right. Anytime you don't drink the Kool Aid, right. wipe it from your chin and give them a thumbs up. That somehow you're a racist, misogynist homophobe, genophobe, something-phobe that I don't yeah. even know. Well, see, if I do that. Xenophobe, 
but no, I may just think you don't know what the heck right. you're doing. But if I throw those things at <laughs> exactly. you, and by the way, Jimmy Kimmel has become the Max Kellerman of entertainment. He really has. <laughs> okay. yeah. Such yeah. a good one. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, won't you just cry out, I'm white, I'm evil. Don't don't assume yeah. the rest of us no, feel that no, way. No, 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 yeah. don't do that. If yeah. you really believe that, give your position up to somebody else. That's right. And go home. Yeah, where are the late See, night? See, they're always, they're always crying for somebody else to do right. something. Where are well, the – Take care of it yourself, Jimmy, if you really believe it. Where are the women of color hosting late night shows well, on the big network? Can't find them. Yeah. Can't find They're them. not out there, are they? Well, You're right. and, and Rick, it, we, it, could it be that Jimmy maybe was the best guy for the job? But according to Jimmy, maybe not. Rick, when you when you set out to accomplish anything, and 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 I'm gonna end this rant. It's gonna be quick. That's right. We're, we're against good. time. We're good. That's it. Like, I just, we I, we saw my, we saw the SpaceX launch last night. Yeah, went good. off flawless. Good stuff. They'd been delayed a few times. Uh, but look, the guy who who put all this together. Look, Elon and me socially are going to have a lot of disagreements, but sure. I appreciate his engineering and business skills, and he has done this from the ground up. Rick, he wasn't born a rocket scientist; right. he became one because he studied it, he looked at it, he said, "There's things we need to change, things we need to improve." He learned from his own failures, and look at the product he's got that come out of this. Why can't we do that with a few other things? Well, tell me another country he could have done what he did, the way he did. None. That'd be Nunyan. Give me a Nunyan. Nunyan. Nunyans. He, he couldn't do it in Europe. He couldn't do it in Canada. Couldn't do it in South America. Nunyans. Nunyans, folks. And, and if we stay on the road we're on, you won't be able to do it here anymore. It, that's what I'm talking about. Excellence. Striving for an accomplishment of a goal. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big as a number. We'll run through the stories of the day. What's eating? Scott Garoski. A call from possibly Gary, the Spurmaster. Uh, we'll meet, and we'll record another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. Brad Edwards from ESPN will be our guest. Uh, he's got a new book out. We'll tell you about that in this weekend's edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Bubba, I know you were drawn back like a flip last night. It, uh, this here we go now. trying to figure out is this the launch you missed yes this okay. is the one we went that had been delayed a couple of times uh and uh everything was a go last night a did you wear your jacket a beautiful well it wasn't warm enough i mean it wasn't cold enough. right uh you have a, it near a, you a beautiful launch last night and uh everything went, went as planned it's you know i still i just marvel at uh, watching those things uh, take off and stage like they're supposed to and five four three Two, one. Look at that right there. Ignition. Look at that right and there. Captain Did you hate that the sound dropped out right there? Copy one out. The sound. Still wild, can't TV does not do it justice. That popping noise is going to make it. It's over with powering everything. And that's the call yeah. we want to hear. Good Look how bright. on that first stage so far. 
plus 30 seconds, Falcon 9, powered by 9 Merlin 1Gs, pushing Dragon into low Earth orbit on the way to the International Space Station. Power and telemetry nominal. Yeah, but they're moving, y'all. They are they moving. moving. Just right there, yeah. I hear that popping. It's just too much. In, in person, that popping noise to me was the most different from TV because it's so loud. Um, you didn't get a chance to see it, Buzz. It's one of these things that TV won't, just doesn't do it just now. The second stage abort mode on the first stage that is going to take them through There's the first fire, stage burning just and see, before with the TV, second stage can't really, off the coast of North Carolina. It's so dark. Um, that and next the cameras coming up shortly will be have to stop down because it's so bright. But you can see the the engines there in the circle around it. That's uh, that's that's amazing technology that's how that they've done that way. and how how good they've got it doing that. You know, and it's still dangerous and there's going to be problems, but. Um, they uh, they're dialed in right now. All right now, Adler said he also has incredible footage of um, of the crew at, at second engine cutoff. Yeah, as we, we like to call that, of course, Seco. Yeah, uh, as you they got pass, Miko and then Seco. Yeah, as they pass New Jersey. <laughs> so is this it right here? Oh, okay. is that from the ground? I don't. Yeah, it is from the ground. Okay. Yeah, you know, I even went out last night to look. I didn't think we could see it here right. when it was going up. Did you put coast. your jacket on then? Uh, oh, look no, at that right there. Still look pretty at that. warm. Wow. Yeah, that's where the second engine cut off. Mm. We call it Seco. <laughs> you got main engine cut off, mm-hmm. second engine cut off, mm-hmm. and that's the watch old it, watch it. Raptor vac engine. It's almost like it's almost like a smoke ring. Yep. Look yep. at that. Wow. And they are a moving. They are rolling. They were showing the speed last night. I know you have to maintain uh, in a round figure seventeen thousand miles an hour to stay in orbit. 21,000, I think you leave Earth orbit. You fly right out. But they were up to 24,000 getting into orbit at yeah. one point. 24,000 miles an hour. Yeah, really. You are a hauling. Golly. I mean, they went up that eastern seaboard before you could uh, walk across the kitchen floor. You know, they are hauling. Mm. And the footage is so good. I love these uh, these these video clips. Yeah. And on the left, that is the booster coming back down. Uh, getting ready to land on the drone ship, and they had a good land on that last. What's night. that right there? That is the second stage engine. You just saw the the Seco right there. Mm, look at that right there. Wow. And you know the way they engineer this stuff, it just is a marvel to What's me. All that. Uh, that is the first stage, the booster landing back on the drone ship. All right. It's uh, it's it's doing its thing about the land. You know, it has a couple of different times it fires to. Uh, to ride itself and then to slow down. And here it is landing, Rick, on the drone ship. The video, I think, we lose right as it comes down. But you can see the uh, the exhaust and the things oh, from the... Oh, my goodness. And uh, there they are in space. Yeah, it's a little too much for the video. 27,000 miles an hour they're mm. moving. At now, point. what's this bunch going to do? Uh, they are going back to the International Space Station. We had, the, we had the bunch come right, down. Right. Uh, is this bunch going to stay like they did? They yes. replace them? Yeah, they're up for like six months. Okay. And some of them may be longer. Now they get the back toilets fixed. Toilets have been fixed. Whatever the problem was, they've they've re re-engineered a little bit and got them going. I can't get a plumber to Indian Springs. How do you get one up to the to the space station? <laughs> well, they fixed this one on the ground. I think it's part of the delay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're carrying them. But you see them there. They're uh, they're in the weightless. And Rick, they always put. Just to show you their weightless, they have like uh, something on a string and they're floating well, yeah, around. Yeah, I, I want that. And they have a toy turtle. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you'll see it on this clip. 
It's over on the uh, the astronaut there, right, right there, there. Yep. And, it, and it's going to be floating in a minute because they actually have some turtles on board as part of a uh, uh, a test that they're doing. Oh, they're killing experimentation. turtles. Can you imagine being those turtles and having no say in it? Floating around there's going, a, hey, what's there, up? Look, there's some turtles. Where's the river at? The, the tur- there's some turtles saying, guys, I know from time to time we get picked up and put on fence posts. But, I mean, what, what in the world is this? Is Who nice. does that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's cruel. <laughs> if somebody, how many times have you had the turtle analogy? You see a turtle up on the fence post, you know he didn't get up there by himself. That's right. Okay, we got that. I love when somebody says it with a tone like they think they're the first one to ever tell you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, God made made Adam and Eve. What about HIPAA laws? (laughs) Rick, what about HIPAA? So there you go. What a, a successful launch, Mr. Bussy. I hate you were not able to see it. Yeah, well, we'll get down there one of these days, yeah. Lord willing. And, Look, uh, looks like there's going to be a I'm going to tell you, I, that's the only thing that I, I really think NASA's missing the boat. I think they should build a football stadium and sell tickets because it is one of the craziest things you'll ever see. I saw the turtle floating there. Yeah, we'll Rick be back. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we thank you for being with us. Somebody say, hey. Babble.com slash Bubba. Man, we've had a blast with this app at our house. We really have. And because you're trying to learn, if you're trying to learn a, a, a new language, you may not have the time to be taken into some sort of language school where you're going to be taught the grammar and the history of the language and the history of the, the regions that speak the language, and you're like, hey, can I just learn how to communicate with people that speak a language that, that I don't know yet and, and use phrases that they actually use in everyday life? That's kind of what babble.com slash Bubba does. It's the number one selling language learning app. Uh, the whole process is fun, fast, easy. Uh, these little bite-sized language lessons you can all do together if you want to, or if it's just one of you wants to do it. And again, they're designed for real-world use. Uh, they're 15-minute lessons to make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. A uh, great, great way to help the kids get a jump start on some of the language classes they'll have to take in school. Uh, they they can teach you Spanish, French, Italian, German, uh, plus uh, Babel speech recognition uh, technology. And boy, do we need some of this, Bubba. It helps us helps you to improve your pronunciation and your accent. So, uh, so anyway, they, uh, how good is it? I just want y'all to know that babble.com slash Bubba gave up on us, <laughs> but no, but we, but, but it does work. We need it. We need it. Uh, 20 day money back guarantee. Uh, so 65% off. I mean, we can get you that much off on the subscription. So uh, use B A B B E L.com slash Bubba. Uh, Babble is language for life. There's also a link at Rick and under the sponsors, but. Rick, I, I've got to share this email. It came in. It's from Cheryl McGruff. McGruffy? M C G U F F E E. Funny. She says, I'm spending the week in Ormond, Ormond Beach, O R M O N D, with my hubby. It's an anniversary trip. This afternoon, we found out there was going to be a launch scheduled for tonight. My first thought was, does Bubba know? My second <laughs> thought was, I got to watch it for him. My third thought was, thought was it's my anniversary trip why am i thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not the only one little lady 
Oh, that's now, funny. Rick. This is what's crazy. She says we're an hour and a half away. It's cloudy, but I got a decent picture and video. I'm attaching. Uh, and look, at, even at the hotel they're at, it was. I mean, it was dark uh, by the time they launched it. What eight thirty last night or so? And Rick, it is lit up like daytime, and they're an hour and a half. That's away. cool. That shows you the power. Like you said, being there, I'm sure, is just it, – yeah. it's one of those things in life you cannot capture on TV. Yeah. I mean, look, that's what it, it sounds like. It, it looks like a sunset. Yeah, that's I cool. I mean, that's cool. That's really Cheryl, really I'm glad you all have having a good you, trip Cheryl. and yeah. happy anniversary to you. Uh, update on the story we've been working. It's a Rick and Bubba News. News update. 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 Aaron Rodgers, now the most evil man on the planet. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, he's not uh, for getting the jab. Now, let me be clear before we go into his commentary here, his commentary, uh, I find myself agreeing with, and we have talked about on the air, but Aaron Rodgers is also doing the classic human thing that we do. This is, we're not really talking about your view on the vaccine. What everybody's talking about is you had a view on the vaccine and you pretended not to have it. Uh, and, and, and you, and you pretended to take the vaccine and you used the word immunize trying to confuse people. If you were so passionate about it, which I have no problem with, and I even agree with some of the commentary we're about to hear. And I do believe that what he's saying is true about, uh, you know, you'll hear it. I'll let him speak on his own, but I, I don't disagree with the point he's about to make, but Aaron, that's not what you're in trouble for. I mean, these people will hate you for saying this, but shouldn't but, he have just said this to begin with? Yeah, right. That was, you that should was have said this when you're Day one. when NFL said if you don't get the vaccine, you have to do these protocols. You should have said, "Well, I'm not going to take the vaccine, and here's why." Right then. I think in this clip, he also claims, though, at the beginning, he kind of explains the situation with the Packers that the Packers <clears throat> knew about. <clears throat> okay, yeah, they did. They did know about which it. which is why they've been fined over three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. All right, so so here we go. Here's Aaron Rodgers uh, talking about uh, the vaccine for sharing of, of information. It was such a witch hunt. They, they wanted to out and shame and denigrate every single person who didn't immediately say, oh, yeah, I got the, you know, Pfizer. I got the Moderna, whatever. I, I wanted it to go away. I, wasn't, I mean, everyone in the squad knew I was not vaccinated. Everyone in the organization knew I wasn't vaccinated. I wasn't hiding it from anybody. I was trying to minimize and mitigate having to have this conversation that would go on and on. And, and, and there were people in the media who somehow found out about it and, and been sitting on it for a couple months. Um, so it wasn't like this thing was just hidden until this week. Like people knew it and they sat on it. At some point I knew I was going to have to discuss it and, you know, I was ready to discuss it. But the problem with this is it is so political and health should not be political. It shouldn't be that, you know, Trump endorsed ivermectin and HCQ. And so, In, in general, look at, I think we all should have been a little hesitant. When Trump in 2020 was championing these uh, vaccines that were coming so quick, what did the left say? And I'm talking about every member of the left. Don't trust the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. You're going to die from the vaccine. And then what happened? Biden wins and everything flips. Shouldn't that initially give you a little bit of pause and go, hold on a second? It- yeah. So he's editing because he's saying some cuss words here. Right? And to that point, has any member of the health staff this entire time got up and actually talked about real health? Have they talked about exercise, a healthy diet, like eating real food, drinking water, taking vitamins, vitamin D deficiency, and, and what that causes in the body? No. 
There hasn't been any of that. So, hey, so I'm just, look, I'm going to critically think about what's best for my own health. I'm not judging anybody else. I'm not saying you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. But I'm making a decision that's based on what's best for me and my own health. You know, everything he said, I agree with. And, I, and Adam, you are right. He, he's saying this thing that I was pretending to be vaccinated when I wasn't isn't true. The organization knew I wasn't vaccinated. The team knew I wasn't vaccinated. And even the press knew it. And what they were waiting on is hoping he would catch it. So then they could come out and say, hey, he's put everybody in danger. Yeah. And he said every, people knew my, my view on this, and they're pretending that they didn't. Now, if that's true, um, that does kind of change some of the narratives out there. But, but what he said about this has become political, it's not about health, and we, we've said this too, our, our sitting vice president said she was suspect of the rush of the vaccines to the market when Trump was doing, what was the name of his, because you have to name everything, Warp Operation. Speed. Uh, uh, she was she was suspect of Operation Warp Speed because, of course, we had to portray Trump as a an evil, out of control, tyrannical, e- e- ego megalomaniac, and so we're not going to take his vaccine. But suddenly, when he's defeated, uh, and Biden has the exact same uh, <laughs> vaccines, now they're the greatest thing on the planet, and you're evil for not taking them. Now, now, if, if you if we're going to act like that's not going on, it is going on, and you probably wouldn't have these problems if it would have stayed in the pure health and science realm and never got into the political realm. Yeah, I, I think so. You, it, it's just a shame it's got to this point. But uh, here we are, and, you know, the science is uh, debatable at best. And You know, I think, too, if they had just admitted about the natural antibodies, the folks that had it, and studied that alongside the vaccine, I think, people would have been a lot more open to it. I think when they denied that, which has been, which is known about all, all uh, virus caused sickness uh, throughout time, you know, they completely threw out the rules that we'd lived by for so long. And I understand there was a panic, but if they'd have just been a little more transparent about it, I don't think that I had near the issue that they have. And again, uh, they did have to rush. Uh, it's not perfect, leaky. Uh, I think there'll be a version to come along later that will be better. But um, you know, we we had a lot of people dying, so there was uh, you know that's that's the one drawback about a democracy. Uh, the elected officials don't want to get hung with something literally uh, that would cause them not to be reelected. So. I think sometimes they make snap decisions to feed the beast of public opinion, do something, do something when it's not really the best thing to be done long term. But I think everybody, and if you disagree, tell me you disagree. And there's no way to know, and I'll acknowledge that. This is totally speculation. But on the way people were behaving, I just really believe that if Donald Trump had won a second term and was in charge of trying to get us uh, to herd immunity through, through, and was promoting the vaccine is the answer. This is what you should do and started one, mandating businesses make people take these vaccines or be fired, which I don't think he would have done, but let's say he did. The left would have been totally against it. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They would have. That, you that, you would have heard my body, my choice again, oh, yeah, right. all yeah. that kind sure. of stuff. Right. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's a shame because really uh, – 
health should be a personal issue, not a political issue yeah. in, in, in most cases. And what we would probably have is Fox News would now be for it. And then, and then all the other uh, media would be against it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Well, with, with what we have vaccinated now and with people with natural immunity, I mean, we ought to be in pretty good shape. Are we having any flare-ups anywhere, you know? I'm hearing the, the north with the winter coming in, the north is, may, but, but is no. Is the wave kind of going up through the Midwest uh, that we had this summer? Yeah, but, but isn't that kind of what the flu does as well? Um, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road. You can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is a number. And we'll try to get to some of your phone calls. Coming up next hour, what's eating? Scott Garoski. Uh, we'll, we'll get his latest list, and we'll pick a couple of them for him to talk about. Gary the Bulldozer Man may call the program today. Will a meet could be in play today. Could be an active day here. Uh, and we record a new Rick and Bubba University, former ESPN uh, analyst uh, Brad Edwards will be with us. He has a new book out, uh, and we'll interview him about that. And and if I'm not mistaken, the book is Why is Coach Saban uh, at this point the greatest football coach that college football has ever known? Uh, why? Well, what it, what is it that Saban does that uh, that seems to uh, produce what it produces? So, isn't, isn't that right? Am I right? Yeah. About that? Well, Rick, we'll we'll go into details on the podcast, but you know, you've said it a lot of times, and I know you were quoting your dad. He always liked seeing the best. Oh yeah, that was and, that was his thing, and I do too. I enjoy seeing the the Elon Musk of the world, the Nick Sabins, who the people who excel in what they do, mm-hmm. because you know why I think it's wise to learn from them. Mm-hmm, yeah. Absolutely, and uh, and then you try to replicate that in your life in in various ways and forms. So, uh, it, you know, when, when you're learning something, you're moving forward. So anyway, we'll we'll have that out in that new book, and we'll talk to Brad Edwards on the podcast today. That'll be out this weekend. So go go check that out. Got an update yesterday. Looks like herd immunity, our new Rick and Bubba uh, best of CD, uh, as far as hard copies of it, uh, should be out next week. So everybody, I keep getting people asking Excellent. me about that. So it should be out next week. Now, when will it get to all the digital world? Uh, you know, it's 
it's all according how soon the you know, our publisher will get it and and then get it out there in all those different places. But but we're no longer letting it go out there and then we come back next year and put it out. We we try to get it out at the same time we're getting the hard copies out, but the hard copies just get to the store sooner. Uh, uh, Bubba, did you see this? Um, you know everybody's talking about with Christmas coming up and hey baby, it's here. Uh, did, has, has, I hate to say this. I don't want to be this guy because I know it gets you, Bubba, a little bit emotional. Um, I'm starting to realize here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport that there's a lot of things that are happening that will happen for the last time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We, we talked about, about that. Yeah. 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 But by the way, if you, if you teach a Bible study in the studio on Wednesday and most of the men that come because of the time of day it is, you know, because there's more people just go and catch it on their own time. Right. But the guys who want to be here in the studio because they couldn't go to technology and get it, you know, if they had to, um, if you want to watch their faces, tell them that next year we'll be in a new studio and watch their reaction. I'm like, everybody be calm. It's going to be fine. I'll, well, how, well, how are we supposed to – where are we going? I, we'll, we'll talk about it. So so anyway, so uh, I know there's going to be a lot of change, but you know what hit me today? This is going to be a little bit of a the big Christmas tree. This is the last time we'll see it. Oh, yeah. that's ne- right. Next Christmas. We, we have a giant Christmas tree here at the broadcast that's a good one and too. teleport yeah. right out. And when I walk up the steps from the garage, <clears throat> I, I walk right into its Christmas yeah. glory. And I'll even hum "Oh Christmas Tree" when I see it. Oh Christmas! But uh, tree. so we know this coming. Well, Greg, Greg made a great point because mm-hmm. uh, it, you'll still visit this plaza every once in a while. It, it may because of certain things that you have going on you with churches, and I definitely will. Yeah, Greg's like, I'll never be back here ever again. No, like, there's no I'd reason. No for scenario to put me on this. Greg, stretch you might of eat over here for some reason. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know why, but it could happen. Nah, don't say it won't. But when you think about it, he's 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 less likely to do. Rick, I've come never back been to here plaza. before. I hate to or say, more likely I hate to, to say it. Back. I'll become now what has been the problem with the setup here to some degree, and they've done a lot better now. It's it's kind of happening. I'll be just like everybody else. Anything I go to will be out here in the front. You won't see me venture <laughs> yeah. back in, <laughs> you know, because I'll be like, eh, it's awesome. So this is a big part. This is a big part of my weekend. Like we're yeah. constantly doing Panera and Starbucks on mm-hmm. Saturday morning and those type things with the family. And so I, mean, I will still be here. Yeah, when Rick, I, I probably won't walk I, back I this way. You to your talk point about it because you know yeah. I get emotional. I know. I Greg look, got emotional this morning I, about checking the mail. Greg, he's like, I won't walk. I won't walk and check the mail. Yeah, the same. I've done that like three times in fifteen years. In all honesty, though, guys, for me, for me, we've been. This is oh, not, there we are around the you, tree last year. For you guys, it's going to be more emotional than than great. for me, because Bubba and I've been doing this twenty eight years in January. This is like my fourth yeah. studio. I mean, yeah, it, yeah I've, I've changed studios. About y'all, that, that just hit me. Y'all for never changed week. studio, have you? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I have. I've, I've changed in Bubba. And I, I didn't like when you change any of. No, you know what I mean. No. It's, no. It's, but what I'm talking about, it, I've been through this before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It can't tell it. Yeah. No. You're putting on a good front. Well, yeah. here, this going to this one was a little easier because it was such an upgrade. No you doubt. Know, that was Yeah, no easy. doubt. So uh so it'll be uh, I'm missing my old glass table over it, in Gadsden. It'll be interesting. What here now here's what I look here's here's what I look forward to. I look forward to when we get in the new studio, there'll be there'll be things that the audience will like better. Mm-hmm. But then there's going to be these things. Why does well, what happened to so and so? How come that's not like that anymore? Nah, nah, yeah, I and mean, we'll have to go through that whole deal again. Nah, nah. But uh, but now I am excited. I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm excited about getting new equipment. Yeah, the technology upgrades are going to be very very nice. I'm excited because this is starting to. It, it's you know let you hear this. <laughs> L- listen. Yeah, I know. You know, so and, and that's just a preamp overdrive, right? And but. Uh, <laughs> 
But what I'm saying is, I, I like, I, I do. When I saw this board, did you tell the board Bubba, goodbye? But when I saw this board when oh, we got yeah. here, I, I didn't clean well, with the one I had before. It's uh, no. how yeah. long have we, well, we been here? What, 15 years? 17, uh, 14, years. I think. I think it's 14. 14 yeah, years. Round figures. Yeah, you're close. I mean, yeah. But, but, that's, but that's what 15 sounds better. This is the longest we've ever been in one, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. This is the longest I've ever been at a job. Right. How but, about that? Really? <laughs> like in my entire life. But, yeah. yeah. Serious business. That's wow. funny. But yeah. back but back to you I don't though. Know, that enterprise rental car. That, that lasted <laughs> three months. <laughs> you gotta hear that story. <laughs> but back to this. Back, you, you probably worked there about as long as I did for UPS. But but, back, but similar stories. Yes, yeah. right. Back to this. When we went to church, what less, two miles from here? Yeah, less than two maybe, miles from here. Less yeah. than two miles. Then yeah, we would come over here and eat lunch and after yeah. church. So say now that I go, I'm, I go to church on the side. Of I town, just felt like you had there. relationships though in this area that may bring you back over here. It's possible. Yeah, it's not likely, but it's possible. <laughs> you know, there may be somebody says, "Hey, let's meet for lunch." What do you think about? Yeah, and I'll go. Okay, that's I got to tell everybody in Publix by. But do you realize what a journey? You realize what a journey it is for me now because I live where the oh, studio's yeah. going to be. Oh yeah, I yeah. go to church where the well, studio's going to be. Yeah, Bubba, it's Bubba's world. I just don't. There won't be much that'll draw me back this way. My kids don't go to school here anymore. Don't go to church over here anymore. I never thought I'd complain about I'm not driving enough to go to go right. to work. Oh. I, I kind of enjoy that. No, no, a few minutes to drive. I mean, I didn't want to do the hour and a half thing again. Yeah, it's, it's, well, there you, is a, a limit. Well, you know, I get bored easy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so one one of the things that is concerning is that I won't have enough variety. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll be staying in one area right. almost all the time. Right. You know what? Yeah. I may leave early and just drive around town and go back to it. Right. You may catch Bubba and Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> he loves us in Chelsea. He does. <clears throat> don't get him started on Starrett. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> A lot of people don't know. <laughs> we'll be back top of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore. Every station that you heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Sing it together. Somebody say Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour. Uh, we got another hour lined up for you. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Speedy vacationing. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for joining us for the little get-together we call Rick and Bubba. Bubba, it has been suggested by his own sons. That what's eating Scott Garoski's theme song should be Dinosaur by Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> hey man, them ain't high heel sneakers. There it is. There it is. And the show don't look like cowboy boots. Yeah. What's eating Scott Garoski? Sing it with you. That ain't rock and roll you're playing. 
Yep. <laughs> How's it feel? Daddy show ain't country, a rhythm and blues. That's right. Hey, let's go. Come on, so. You're singing a song about making love to your drummer. See there? <laughs> 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 you know what else we don't like, Bubba? It's in the 70s. Everybody sing it. Do you happen to know any old Hank Williams song? Why? Because you're what? What are you, Scott? He's outlived his time. <laughs> I should have died out time. I got to add that to my playlist. Have pity on the dinosaur. So what's eating you today? Thank you, Davis. <laughs> that's, right. that's a good one. How you guys doing? We're good, man. Man, that's some <clears throat> that's some good intro music there. Yeah, it is. You're a dinosaur. I thought I'd been canceled. It's been a while since I've been back. Well, yeah, but <laughs> well, I, I visited the conversation. Y'all going? Hang I'm not on. telling him. Yeah. You well, know, everybody debating. <laughs> Speedy's not here. I thought something's going on. Somebody <laughs> been pulled the hammer. Yeah. No. No. It's uh, you. You do. Uh, you do garner a response. Uh, people respond. Yeah, it's been positive on my end. Yeah, it has. Yeah, there's been positive, and you know, shout I mean, out to Farsdale. <laughs> Is that where your biggest fans uh, are? Farsdale loves me. <laughs> Huge in Farsdale. Well, so what are some of the topics out there today? Jim? Well, um, let's go through it here. I've taken off the list Olympics um, because the Winter Olympics coming up. That's right. So I know I'm going to get even more angry. Right. Okay. <laughs> frustrated in the winter. So we're going to save that if I'm still doing this by then. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we have uh, waiters, waitresses, and resorts. Now right. That's that's been well, a, yeah, that's waiters, been waitresses, and what resorts. And resorts. That's, that's been out there. That's you, been a staple. You, you, that's you, been you've been there. throwing that out there. That's been day one kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. With Tebow. Um, thank you for telling me how special you are. The effects of hero syndrome. <laughs> oh. That one's going to cause okay. trouble. I like that. There are a few of these are. Yeah. Uh, hey, before you take my lawnmower. <laughs> um, and the last one is Family Feud and the Memphis State Show Choir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Uh, There's a lot I to work with well there. I, mean, the show I, choir. I try to make it difficult. About there. the show choir. Do you find I, yourself thinking some of them, I don't want them to lay there too long? Do you want to I, jump that's in what I, I feel you? about waiters, waitresses, and resorts. Let's start today with that, and I then agree. we'll look at the other. I, I, don't, I don't want it to lay out there too long no. and get moldy. I like and look what happened to the Olympics. Yes. Yeah, we lost. It's gone. Yeah, right. Okay, go ahead. Let me start with, I love to see young people working. I do. I love it. Sure. I'm an over-tipper. If I see a young man or woman working, I love it. Yeah. Okay? I do, too. Now, the service industry needs to pick it up a touch. Right. Okay, if you want to impress me as a waiter or a waitress, here's how you do it. Get my order order right. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to order like a 10-year-old. Right. Just write it down. This whole memorization oh, of the thing, right. of, of what you're saying, hey, man, I'm not impressed. Nobody believes that you're going from Applebee's to MIT. Oh, my They don't. It's so unnecessary. Just, just write it down. I just want to. I don't want to because I want to leave stuff off. And it's a difficult order anyway. Just, just write it down. If you really want to impress me, write it down. Yeah. Now, fancy restaurants, which I've been going to more of because my wife and I are just you know alone. We don't That's have right. kids anymore. Empty nester. But I've noticed about these fancy restaurants that the waiters all have man buns. Okay, okay. you're right. Which right. are people that we look at, huh, you know. But because what, what do we do like, now? What do you, you know, what do you say they have, Scott? Man, Sorry, the man bun. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, the, the big hairdo. Yeah, yeah. the, the scruffy. They look like canoe salesmen. 
You know what I'm saying? They've got <laughs> scru- yeah, they got scruffy beards. They haven't bathed. Have you Long created hair a back. Yeah. Have yes. you created a category called canoe salesman? Well, you know what a canoe salesman is. I know exactly you, what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Canoe salesman in Montana would look just like the waiter at these fancy restaurants. Right. Okay, okay. he would. Right. Right. But somehow now he's cool because he's waiting on us for a six hundred dollar meal. Right. So I we got made you. him cool. He's dressed right. Yeah. Does that make sense? I no, I'm all in. So yeah. he goes on to tell us about this chef that they've flown in from Italy. You know, the mm-hmm. chef Larry is going to be here with us tonight doing all this stuff. And he starts going through the menu. And I ask the waiter, after he goes through, we've got Norwegian mussels for $130. <laughs> you know, we've got herbed encrusted oak leaves and all this stuff <laughs> that I don't want. Right. I say, can you help me understand what an Escovich is? A who? Escovich. To which he does what Rick does, laughs at me, yeah. and says it's a Scovich. <laughs> so now I'm irritated. Right. Okay? Don't yeah. make fun of me. Yeah. Right. You right. just learned the word yourself ten minutes ago. Yeah. Right. It's special. Right. He acts like he's got you know wild lamb and and, and Cornish, Cornish hens at the back of his hostel <laughs> that he's going to cook for dinner that night. Okay, the guy's eating TV dinners. He's looking at me like I can't say Muscovich. Right. Yeah. All right. right. So I'm already irritated with the guy. All right. Then I get into what is known as the the big three. Okay. Sir, can we get you something to drink? Right. Straight up. I have a glass of iced tea. And you can see the disgust on his face. Right, yeah. Okay? What are you thinking? Because he wants to sell me all the liquor I can drink. Right. He didn't get a chance to talk about the wines. He didn't get anything. He that. says, sir, can I recommend a Chardonnay from 1932? <laughs> I said, well, can I recommend a Limpton from 2021? <laughs> <laughs> okay? That's all, for That's all I want. That's all I want. Right, right. Can we Keep have a tea? Yeah. So he's already irritated at me. Right. Well, then we get into the meal. He starts ordering. You know, we start ordering. And again, he's not writing anything down. And, and, and I'm going to change things. That's just, I'm paying to change things. And I say to him, he goes, hey, with the steak we have, wilted succotash. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, hey, man, can you get Chef Larry right. to ladle la- 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 me out a, a, bowl, a bowl of potatoes to go with my steak and just kick the succotash to the side? Yeah. Sir, we don't recommend that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, is that a yes or a no? Right. Can he do it or not? Do it? Right, right, yeah. Well, I have to ask. I said, so let me ask you this straight. Any McDonald's in this country, I can get a Big Mac without onions. Okay? But Chef Larry's going to struggle to give me some potatoes with a steak. All right? I just want to make sure we're clear about this. Okay? All right? So he's already, he's already. It's not what they suggest. He's peeved. Yeah. Then here it is. Oh, wait, we're not there before yet. Before he leaves, uh, strike three. Uh-oh. Hey, man. Oh, no. We pray for you tonight. I hear my oldest. He starts doing, and people start grabbing him. I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm trying to get a diversion." I said, "What are you doing? You can't pray for that guy. We'll we'll pray for him. Don't ask him. He's gonna spit in our food. We'll, we'll never see the guy again. Right? Oh, because you don't extend the gospel to that guy. He didn't want it. He's gonna reject. Okay, we'll pray for him by ourselves, but don't ask him to pray for. Him. He's right. We never see the guy again. He disappeared. It's like we put a shield up on our table. Okay? He won't come back. Right? Because of iced tea, potatoes, and a prayer. Right. Now, resorts. Okay. When I show up at a resort, I'm wasting my money just like the next guy is. Yeah. Okay? I'm overpaying like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, we're all over. I cannot control what rental car I get at the airport. Okay? That's I well. understand when I drive into a high-dollar resort in a Dodge Caravan. Right. It doesn't give off the vibe. Right. The other things. Right. right. All right. right. Like the Ferrari guy. But when that's right. yeah. those kid comes to the door and looks at me and goes, I don't guess you need help with your bags, do you? It bothers me. Wow. I don't guess you need help. So I, I said, get- well, you know, I noticed Tony Hughes up there in the uh, G-Wagon <laughs> needed help. Right. But I guess we don't need help. Uh, and I said, T, what? we don't need help. That's fine. We don't need your help. Now, you, now, you, now you're heated. But let me say one thing. If I, if I, if I said this, y'all, 
I've got a bad back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about yeah. that. And it's, you do. It's been rebuilt. Yeah. You, you, matter of fact, man. if I put a magnet on you, it would stick. So now. More than your vaccination spot. Yeah. My 110 pound wife. 110 pounds if she's in terry cloth, <laughs> uh, sweatsuit, and is wet. Right. Yeah. Is now loading up luggage on her back like a pack mule. Right. And they're just piling them on. And I can't pick up anything. I can't even carry my bowling ball anymore. I can't carry any kind of weight at all. Yeah. So here I am at 6'4 walking. With my wife behind me, with bags just draped all over. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, right. Legs like shaking. Sherpa. Yeah. And I, of course, I'm walking in front of her, which we have a code at our house. We see if, if Davis or Drew, those are my sons. If they called in the show and I said, "Hey, we don't live in China," that's code for don't walk in front of your mother. I okay. said that their entire life. Okay. okay? Right. We don't live in China. Right. Let your girlfriend walk. Okay. Yeah. Right. Don't get in front of your mom. Right. Okay. We show her respect. She walks in front of us. Well, now I'm in front of her, so I walk into the, the lobby of the resort looking like that guy. Okay? Oh, no. Here's my wife loaded with stuff down. All, because, all because of your rental car? Yes. Big guy. He's walk, she's walking in just shaking, right? We go into the lobby. I go to the, I'm waiting in line, and I notice the girl in line. She's 21 years old. She's probably dating the kid that just dropped, you know, dropped off the, the minivan. <laughs> right. right. She's got this beautiful dress on that she doesn't even own. The resort owns the dress. And the fake pearls. But some reason, I feel like I've got to impress this girl. <laughs> okay? She didn't live there. It's not her house. Yeah. She's just working there. She's getting nine fifty an hour. Yeah. Okay? But now I think she's somehow better than I am. And I've, got to, and I've got to work with her. So I go up there, and she's looking at me like, now everybody in the lobby thinks you're that guy's too cheap to tip. The right, guy right. That, that, They're making your wife. Absolutely. Carry. You make your wife. He's one of those guys. You shouldn't be here. Okay? Right. You don't fit in. So I get up there and she stares at me and she says, she looks at me and she says, you know. Then she very smartly and, and, and smart eloquently says, well, you know, we have a room upgrade available. I said, really? What's that going to cost me? 10000 a night. <laughs> she didn't think I'd do it. That's why she said it. Uh, okay? I just wanted to tell you. She did. I said, we're in. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, listen, the whole game changed up one time. People running out. Okay, boy. Well, listen, then she says this. Sir, she goes, hey, sir. Hey. She says, hey, can we help your daughter with your bags? <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> that ain't my daughter now. Okay. I'll finish with you back. I'm in. We'll come back. Uh, we'll finish resorts. Now, now everybody's looking at Garoski differently. And we'll get another topic in before we are done today with what's eating Scott Garofsky on this edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seating Scott Garoski, uh, Big G, is with us again with a list. We have uh, backed him off the mic a little bit for some of you that says his his base is so low you're having a hard time understanding some of his, of his commentary. So yeah, back up a little more. Just, that just, mic will d- d- pick d- you up. Right, right. Try it right there one time. So Test one, two, three. Yeah, there, I'll give you a little more volume. Go. Barry White, go ahead. You can Barry White. So I will, when we, when we left, you, were, you had gone through waiters, waitresses, and you were now to resorts. Yes. And you, uh, you, you, somebody looked down their nose at you because you had a rental car that was a Dodge Caravan. Yes. Your wife has carried your luggage in because you can't do it because of your back. Right. 
and everybody hates you and everybody's looking down at you like you don't belong there. Right. And then they ask you, would you like to upgrade your room? Trying to be smart, Alex. And this mm-hmm. is where Scott's warm smile and demeanor wins everybody yes. over. Yeah. You, yeah. T- you took the upgrade, and when we went to break, everything changed. Sure. They came flying out of the woodworks trying to, like I said, help my daughter with her bags. Yeah, <laughs> now, I don't, now what do you say? Because if you say your husband, it even sounds worse. Right. You know what I mean? You know I struggle with my A's look. You know that, right? Yeah, you've, you've, I mean, I, friends of yours, that before that. I yes. knew you, they said you looked like you were old in yeah. high school. And my wife and I are the same age, but she looks 30 years younger. Yeah. So it, it is a problem <laughs> we run into. Yeah. But anyway, so she's sitting out there. She can't hear the conversation because she would faint if she knew I'd upgraded the room. So I come walking back to her and people trying to help her. And I said, leave her alone. She's good. She's good. <laughs> got it. Her legs are shaking, but they're, they're fine. She's strong. Stronger than you think. We got too far. Stronger okay. than you think okay. she's firing. Yeah. And so they're like, uh, she's like, we, we got a room. I said, oh, you're going you're gonna to light the room. You're going to light the room. So, you know, we go to the room. Everything's fine there. Now, this is what I love about her. We get in the room and she's like, man, I'd like a snack. I said, well, grab those M&M's. Those are nine dollars. I said, "Honey, we left nine dollars <laughs> forty-five <laughs> no. forty-five minutes ago, man." That's <laughs> not, I said, "Go ahead and just wear it out." I mean, nine dollars. What does that matter? You know, we'll go by Walgreens tonight and get some more and put them back in the box. Right. That's a good idea. <clears throat> so, yeah. Here we go. All right. So, what's what's another category? Well, we have. Uh, thank you for telling me how special you are. The effects of hero syndrome. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, hey, I like that. One. Hey, before you take my lawnmower. And uh, Family Feud and the Memphis State Show Choir. Well, that <laughs> last one is tempting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, right. any, any feud What, what do you think about choir? this? We've only got a little time left. We may have to get in the break, and then we're going to come back. Do you want to go ahead and do the show choir one here and then come back? Uh, f- if we have to finish it, finish it and go to Hero Syndrome? Yeah. All right, let's do, let's do show choir here. Okay. All right. I, I, I didn't <laughs> ask you guys a question. All right. When's the last time that you saw a 70-year-old woman? 70. 70-year-old woman. <laughs> Throw her underwear at a TV set. Been a while. I've never I've seen never. it. Yeah. I okay. can't say I have. You know why? But I bet it involved Tom Jones. Tom Jones live from the Edmonton Symphony Orchestra in 1975. I'm telling you. I'm in my grandmother's house watching TV. <laughs> no, that's, okay. this is not true. This listen, not no, it did. Your grandmother. How about my guess? My I grandmother's. Knew, listen, I, knew, about, I knew it had to be Tom. Remember my grandmother's apartment. Come you on. get it. No, no. I'm watching, I'm watching <laughs> Tom Jones, okay? <laughs> He's hitting try a little tenderness. Right. Oh, yeah, I that's, see, uh, that's a, a pair of two size vedette shapewears come out of my left eye. Okay, that <laughs> hit the TV. Of course, it's a 16 inch TV, so now the TV's just covered up. You see it anymore, right? okay. And I think, listen, I'm thinking myself, what would cause this woman to make this reaction? Right. And that's when I began to think I would like to be an entertainer. Okay. Now, granted, <laughs> you thought, hey, I'd like to pull that age back a little bit. Yeah, but, maybe but I mean, sure. I thought, maybe man, if you can crowd. make this happen. Now, what got me out of this was the uh, Bill Gaither sing-along family albums. Did you have those? Uh, I'm, a, I'm very familiar with them. Okay. One side was them singing. They flipped the record over, and it's no one singing, and your family oh. sings. Oh. No, but I did not know that. It didn't happen at the Burgess house. That did not happen at our house. But no. You, you ever met my dad? It happened yeah. to go, Have you ever met my dad? Yes, I have. So imagine us sitting in there trying to pull this off, because my mother, God bless her, she just tried to make us Didn't another brick in the wall have people. the same thing? I made okay. So the family, uh, the Gaither family sing-along ruined me from that. It scarred me for life. But I did. I always loved entertainment. My grandmother gave me a love for <laughs> so entertainment with Tom Jones. I threw in her underwear at Tom Jones. It did. And it gave well, me you a, said. It mean, gave me a love for school assemblies. I love school assemblies. <laughs> did you really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, 
We had a choice. We could go to a, to study hall or school assembly. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. who would go to study hall? No, I'm not going to study at home. Why would I go to a study hall? <laughs> right. So I would go to assemblies. Period. Now let me go sidebar. Don't give me the guy that's recovered from drugs to talk to me about not doing drugs. Okay. So give me the down, guy that but... didn't do the drugs <laughs> that made it through. Then I'll listen to him. I was happy for the guy recovering alcohol. But you don't want to go I that was. road. But I mean, look, show me the guy that made twenty million dollars at, at eighteen. I want to hear him. And he avoided all these him, okay? I'm happy for you, but I don't want to. Don't have an assembly for a guy that just did what you don't tell me not to do. Right. I have nothing to. I never liked. All right, that. let's hold that. I just hold. All right, okay. Let's right there. All right, so when you we come back, wiped out half of the motivational speakers. <laughs> yeah. out. But if you listen to the we're logic, coming back. Yeah, we, yeah that, we went over, so now I got to catch up. What kind of show break. we got here? Well, it's a hard break. <laughs> Momentum, <laughs> momentum's lost. I know. <laughs> you see now why Scott, the podcast, you have to get these so they fit in one segment. I'm so trying and just frustrated. How about this? This what you're seeing now is why people love podcasts. <laughs> 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 we'll take a break. We'll come back. And what's this topic? Memphis. This is a. Uh, Family Feud in the Memphis State Show Choir. <laughs> it's coming. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. What's eating, Scott Garoski? He's back. Uh, we've gone through one uh, topic. Now we are at Family Feud in the Memphis State Show Choir. Yes. And you I'm just and you just talked about uh, that when you were growing up, you saw your grandmother throw her underwear at Tom Jones. Yes. Made you want to wow. made you want to get in the entertainment he business did. until and, the Gaither sing along record. Came and then on. the Gaither sing along record brought you back. Brought you brought, brought you out brought you out of that. Neutered me. Neutered you. <laughs> Picture him trying to sing. And then you had a fondness as I, as we all did of assemblies when you were in school, but you didn't want to hear the guy that had overcome drug addiction and lost everything. You'd rather hear a guy that didn't do those things and, and was very successful and remains with his money. How did he do it? We call that an example. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to see. Right. And undoubtedly, I was in the minority. Right. <laughs> but now, here we go. So I was showing up for any assembly. It didn't matter what you brought. I was going to be there, right? right? So we show up for an assembly, and we're all kind of getting into the gym, and I see a stage set up. We're not sure what it is. And I get word. It's the Memphis State Show Choir. Oh, my goodness. So here's what I'm thinking or expecting. Lots of smiles, some candy cane uniforms, mm-hmm. flat hats, happy hands. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Kind of a up with people feel yeah. to it. Yeah. Very white. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I get is one of the greatest music experiences of my entire life. Are you kidding me? From the Memphis they go, State. I mean, they walk out. It's a blend of every culture, man, woman. They were phenomenal. Okay, they were fantastic. One of the, the greatest assembly Best ever. dollar you ever spent. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And they were phenomenal. So that opened up, along with Fantasy Island and The Love Boat, my love for good entertainment. Right, yeah. Okay? Right. I love to be entertained. That's what I figured out. I started Friday nights, those you know, I Instead of being be, an entertainer, you want to be I want to be entertained. Which, exactly wanna be. Right. Which is why you were drawn to this friendship. Yes. And so we have, <laughs> I mean, if the Memphis State Choir can get you there. We wanted to do Memphis State Choir and the Air Band. Remember they had the airband competition? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hard to find 70 high schoolers to go along no, with you. Yeah, you have to have a big group to no, do it. That's tough. But that's how much I thought of them. They, they have stuck in my mind since I was giddy about it. It's changed my life. So with that, four decades later, Family Feud now serves that purpose in my life. 
Family Feuds replaced the Memphis State it's Show inter- Choir? It's entertainment for me, okay? It's my entertainment. Six to seven on the CW. Yeah. You get back-to-backs, right. right? Okay, now, here's my problem. Here's my bend. If you're going to go on the show, understand how to win. Right. Go to win. You don't put your dumbest family member right. in the five hole. Right. Fifth slot, you know, they it have It seems five like people. they almost do that on purpose. Well, you see, I wouldn't because I'm there to win. Yeah. Right. The five person is who ends up having to go to sudden death. Yeah. Or as, Always. Or as Harvey says, sudden death. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And yes. you don't want that person there. Right. And then I've learned this too. Undoubtedly backstage, they tell you, hey, man, when you get in the lights turn on, TV, TV turns on, you're going to panic. Here's a couple of answers that are typically up there. Okay. <laughs> right. Just throw one of them out. You're okay. Gonna you're going to panic. So we got uh, Uncle Festus there in five hole, right? <laughs> okay. And so the question is, you know, up there, give me a word that rhymes with rat. Cat. All right, your family's got it. You're over there. And the next person says bat. Then he gets the Festus. And you can tell because he's smiling. Okay, he's just shook. His eyes are lit up. He's smiling. Every word's been he's used. stuck. And they say, rhymes with cat. He smiles and says, Strip club, Steve. Okay. Because strip club is an answer on Family Feud every single solitary night. It's always there. Okay, so he just throws out strip club. Of course, it's not up there, right? Because it, it doesn't rhyme with what? No, cat, cat. cat yeah. But it doesn't matter. But then you end up with him and Bonnie from from rural Tennessee yeah. up there in the in the you know sudden death, and <laughs> it's going to be the simplest question to man. Fill in the blank. One, two. Three blank. Bonnie. Six. Oh, Steve. It's supposed to be four. I'm so sorry. Then she starts then she starts congratulating the other people. You know, Festus, they're all jumping around going crazy. Yes. And then it hit this to me. Do they realize that that ten grand that's not going very far? No, it's not. Okay. Not among that many We're people. We're gonna take taxes out of that. Right. We're gonna take our celebration that night out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those stupid costumes you bought. Transportation. Transportation. I figured that you're down to seven hundred and fifty dollars per person after you win. Yeah, it's not Man. a lot of money up for So then if you feud. win, look, if you win all five, which is most you can win, that's $3,500 a person and one-fifth of a Ford Escort. <laughs> that's what you got, okay? Yeah. You're not walking away from your job for that. No. Right? That's not life-changing. No, no. Boy, they, they won't act like it is, okay? But so oh. if you're going to go on a game show, right? and I suggest we do. Right. Let's, mm. let's look at Let's study tape. I mean, let's get ready to right. win. Right, plan. Right. The two, the two spots, the spots you want to put your dumbest person in, they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. right? They never put on the spot. They don't, they don't represent the family. Mm. They, their answer means They're nothing. one strike. How about this? Point. Don't have a dumb one in the group. Well, that's about impossible in my family. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you got six, yeah, five, about, six people asking. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> we could ask for four. <laughs> yeah. Somebody go twice. All right. So with, uh, with, with five minutes in this break, do you oh, think gracious. we can do the one? I mean, we, we, we can come back and finish it, but I know you don't like breaking it up. No, no. But, but I, is this the one? Well, that, we can get you back next week. We yeah, don't want to run through I, your whole you script there. You want syndrome? Yeah, I, we got to have that one. I mean, because I know what this. It? What's the name of it? Yeah, what's, what's the title? Thank you for telling me how special you are, the effects of hero syndrome. <laughs> I love I mean, that. We can't pass on That's that. That's a good one. All right, this will be our final one today. <laughs> okay, people, I need everybody out there just to relax, okay? Relax. Our society, I don't want our society, us men, mm-hmm. we have overreacted to the kid that had to play right field when we, were, when we were kids. Right. Okay? That kid that had to play right field never got the attention at home that he needed, and now it's ruining our society. Greg. Okay? Bubba. Now, just like I'm not okay. I'm, I'm just easing in this now, okay? I'm no, I, I feel in. it. I feel it's easing in. Okay, because look, when we were kids, when you got home from the game, your parents asked you, "Did your team win?" Right. If you said yes, there may be a follow-up question. 
If you said no, that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> right. No one cared about your night. Right. Okay? That's not the way it is today. If you got four points in a rec basketball game, no one cared you off on their shoulders. No. Right? no. They just didn't. No. They, didn't, they didn't care. Matter of fact, some people say, hey, do you need to sit junior today so we can win. Right. That's how yeah. much it went. We really want to win yeah. this game. Right. So we've overcompensated and we've raised a generation, us, what I call the upper generation. Right. Now you understand. Everybody, Are you calling us the upward upper, generation? Upper generation. Okay. Yeah. Oh. You can't have, listen, you can't have a winner without a loser. That's correct. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? Somebody, somebody's got to lose. It's it hand in hand. So when somebody says everybody's a winner, well, listen, there's a lot yeah. of losers because yeah. you got to have a loser to have a winner. Yes. You just can't declare everybody to be winners. If there, are no all losers, winners. if there are no losers, then there are no winners. Now, listen, <laughs> we've let our wives run with this. We all have, okay? And we've let them overcompliment us and tell us things that aren't true. Our kids, wife, you played great today. You're the smartest one. You've all heard these things, mm-hmm. yeah. okay? You're the best singer ever. Oh. By the way, these arts and crafts people think that um, they don't play daddy ball. Tell me at a church sing-along or church choir how many kids singing solos are not kids of a staff member. Right. The answer is zero. You're, you're right. Okay. <laughs> daddy, daddy ball, ball is huge in the church choir stuff. <laughs> Wait, okay. Sorry, Adler. And, 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 and it goes back yeah. to him wanting to be in here. No. And did you refer to those people as the arts and crafts folks? Yeah, yeah, they do crafts too. Okay. <laughs> they do arts and crafts. Right. Okay. They're, they're now, they'll play daddy ball as bad as anybody. Oh, those sports people are out there. No, your guy's always got the mic in his hand at Christmas, I notice. My kid's up there in the corner, tried out for the part, never gets it. But somehow your kid's just better than mine because <laughs> – Undoubtedly, you have to work here for your kid to get a solo in church choir. Like any, like any seven-year-old could sing. They're all terrible. So, I mean, why does it matter if my kid's worse than your kid? I mean, so it's daddy ball. And then he goes down and then he goes down to us. How many times have I heard my wife, honey, you look great? <laughs> That's impossible. That can't be right. I don't look great. Oh, honey, a Longhorn steak gift certificate for Valentine's Day. Thank you. I'm so lucky to have you. Some, uh, Scott, you're the best men's slow pitch catcher i've ever seen <laughs> right okay now it's taking us it's taking his way into the professional area right. we have doctors that are our age oh here we go going in for surgery what are they gonna do well we're gonna take your left foot and we're gonna put it on your right leg and your right foot on your left leg okay we're gonna move your ears to your nose we're taking your arms off and attach them to your chest okay how long is it gonna take 45 minutes <laughs> every surgery is 45 minutes maybe an hour I've heard that 46 times. Yeah. Right. You can, you can so then that. you wake up and you feel like you've been in the twilight zone. You feel like someone's killed you. You're like, how long have I been down? 17 hours. <laughs> right? You're like, what happened? Oh, I couldn't get that IV in. You know, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Couldn't get the IV in. I'm so good at 45 minutes. <laughs> all right? Subcontractor. I hear all the time. Been doing this 36 years. Yet you're still driving the Japanese mission van. Oh, my okay? God. Where they, where they, you know, they taped it over. You're so good at this, you're still driving that van around. What is it okay? called? What kind it's of van? It's the Japanese mission van. You know, the missionary church, from, <laughs> Japanese missionary church with a tape across it. <laughs> two hubcaps. Yeah. You've done, yeah, you've done, you've done great, man. Everybody's so happy. Okay? Now, look. Hero syndrome. It's not my fault you have your job. It's not my fault. Right. I realize you've been out want your job, but I didn't give you the job, so don't take it out on me. Right. And that's, this is happening quite a bit in this culture, okay? I saw a place, an institution that had a big sign that said, Heroes work here. Oh, my goodness. I went in and asked the Aquaman. <laughs> now, listen, I got, I, I, got yelled, I got yelled at. I got yelled at for being that kind of person. And I'm like, well, you said there were heroes here. And I thought, I've never met Aquaman. Yeah. Everybody's pulling the rope. 
We talk about supply chain. Oh. America is one big supply chain. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes you're in the in the midst of it and you're having a hard right. hard go, but we're all doing it. Right. Okay. At some point in time, we've all got a part in it. So everybody, back off the hero stuff. If you don't have a cape or an invisible jet, you're not a hero. <laughs> okay. If you don't work at the the Hall of Justice, there's a good chance you're not a hero. If you didn't arrive on this planet by yourself from another planet, I'm going to say you're probably not a hero. Okay. <laughs> If the soldiers that stormed Normandy do not consider themselves heroes, the kid that opened up Smoothie King during COVID is not a hero. <laughs> okay? All right? I'm just going to say that. Can we say that? Yeah. They don't, that doesn't work. That well okay? Done. Let's get past all that. Hero. Real, real life scenarios. <laughs> happens to me all the time. The guy comes in for conversation. He goes back to us being so, so self-doubting of ourselves. Okay? Hey, Garosky, man, I heard you had some health issues. <clears throat> yeah. Before I can even say the next thing, you know, five years ago, I broke my leg in 12 places. <laughs> really? Worst, I hear it's the worst doctor's ever seen. Really? Yeah, they were going to have to amputate me from the waist down. <laughs> but we found a doctor in Iceland, and uh, he only sees three patients a year. And I got in to see him, and uh, he saved he saved my lower half. And I'm like, Laura, okay, man, that's great. And he said, I heard you got some heart problems, Krosky. Well, you know, I have my heart replaced. Really? You had your heart replaced? Yeah, donkey heart. <laughs> because I, you know, my, my, my heart wouldn't handle got dunk heart. So, really, you got, Grosky, what kind of stint you got? I said, I don't know. Well, I got, I got hollowed out rebar because, uh, you know, my donkey heart. You, just, you, can't, you can't handle normal stints, so I have donkey heart put in there. And look, donkey heart. Well, I mean, how's your marriage going? I'm like, my marriage? Marriage is fine. You know, my old lady left me. Oh, and I'm like, man, I'm so, so Don't be sorry. I'm dating Giselle's sister. <laughs> you know? Don't worry about me. I'm good, man. It's all good. How them boys doing? I can't get it out. You know, one of mine's working for NASA making $9 billion a year. <laughs> Other one's going down to the university to play for coach. Now, if you're not from Alabama, the coach. university to play for coach means the University of Alabama <laughs> coach Saban. And then it's always this because you always follow up with he had a scholarship. You know, we turned it down. We don't need the money. And uh, coach, coach needs some help. You know, we got Ross Boss. We're invited. We got technically invited to walk on, but I mean, it's a scholarship. Paying for itself. We're just helping out the coach. You know? And uh, so JoJo, JoJo's got him a job down there uh, making $25 billion a year. And everybody's doing great. How you boys getting out and doing good? You're still in college? Oh, I'm sure they'll be doing good. They'll be fine. Hey, Grusky, I'm praying for you, man. Oh, yeah, I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're praying you. for me. There he is. What's eating Scott Grusky? I feel better, Ben. How good do you yeah. feel? Oh, I'm ready for that, I'm ready for that ride. The, 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 the Where are you going shuttle. today, Scott? I'm going to transport the Space Shuttle Endeavor from uh, <laughs> Gardendale, Alabama, to Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's uh, six minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. What's eating Scott Garoski? It's been put up. Can you imagine the Garoskis going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba and, and studying the, the origin of their family? I, I can imagine future generations looking back and going, now, how far back is, yep. is great-uncle Scott? Or yeah, yeah. Great-grandpa yep. Scott? There's no telling what they could discover. 
if, if you'd like to do this uh, coming up with all with Thanksgiving and Christmas and the New Year coming up, go to ancestry.com slash Bubba and you can get uh, you know you can give this as a gift if you'd like to, or maybe you want to go ahead and get it for yourself, and then you and the family will get together and find out the real story of your family, the, the your true ethnicity. You can do this by getting an Ancestry DNA kit and start a free trial by going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, you'll have access to their billions of records, and they can help you uh, also find out where your family actually came from. I mean, real detailed, not just in general. Uh, so um, so go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba now and start that free trial and get your kit, or you can go to RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so there goes Mr. Garofsky. We We did work on – making him easier to understand for the audience. and, and I, I don't know if we accomplished much. We but, tried uh, uh, getting some uh, interesting uh, emails, um, and, um, and attempts to spell Scott's name are interesting in the uh, – Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Uh, you gotta, you got to pretty much know what you're dealing with there because yeah. that's a lot of letters. Here's, uh, here's one email. It says, during the first Garoski segment, uh, I was listening through my Raycons. Scott's booming bass voice was no issue. The Raycons could handle uh, listening to uh, – uh, to his tone. Uh, and so, uh, he says, uh, he said, once again, he said, sometimes it's a struggle to understand what he's saying, but the Raycon earbuds seem to help. So I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot of email about Scott today. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing he does for me is he confirms that I'm not near as tough on my family at my house as they think I am. No. Well, and I need that. By right. The way. It's, uh, I, one time, uh, I actually on purpose, uh, took one of my sons and made sure that he played youth football for Scott for for no other reason <laughs> See, is, than to, yeah. to toughen him up. And, yeah. and I knew that the benefits of that, even there would be moments and there would be days that, that you know, probably, uh, you know, my son would look at me and go, why, who is this man and why did you bring him into our lives? <laughs> but, uh, but I will say that, that, that from that point forward, the, the effect – and to this day, they we probably talk, appreciated you more. To, to this, yeah. to this day, uh, uh, a big love will look at me and say, "I, I understand why you did that, yeah. and it did help me." Yeah. In the moment, I did. There were times I didn't feel that way, but it certainly helped me. I think if he would start some kind of camp, mm-hmm. I'd send my kids, <laughs> every one of them, <laughs> including Maddie, the right. nine-year-old. Right. Yeah. And get her started early. Right. Of course, you know, there, if he, if Scott Garoski did a camp, his camp would eventually end up on CNN. It would. You know, with somebody crying and screaming. Some Netflix documentary. Yeah, some de- Netflix yeah. documentary. The, uh, oh, but, that's Scott. Well, if you he's get, something. He, love he, that man. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. And I, here's what I love about Scott, and this is what you'll love. And we had this conversation, as a matter of fact, on on Monday. Uh, we were catching up, and one of his sons is getting married Saturday, which is where why he's going to uh, to Knoxville. Uh, Going to go with his father in law. As they travel together, and and he oh, was, was he carrying a car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that, but yes. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it may be that. They, it, I think it, you, yeah. I think you've gone far enough with it, right? Not, yeah, but, I think that's okay. But this is what you'll love, mm-hmm. and if you've ever met Scott Garoski's father, in Scott's mind, Iron Mike. Yeah, yeah. In Scott's mind, he's he's been too soft on his kids, and he he he, he says, you know, I just I just wasn't as tough on him as my dad was on us. I mean that that's how that's that's how Scott sees. It. I think it's you, almost like hearing Barry Sanders talk about his son. Yeah, and somebody talks about that. Will your son, you think, be able to do what you did? And Barry Sanders says probably not because he didn't have my dad as his dad. He had me. Yeah, yeah. He missed that one advantage. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's uh, you, you don't want to go too soft, but no. you know, I think there's oh, there's each sure. generation is going to have to be gauged a little right. different based on what's going on. Of course, on. I would have to. There's one thing I will gauge it by. And I mean all things, not not just uh, results, right. not just yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is a good man. Is, 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 is like antibody. Yeah, I was about to say is the fruit of what they produce. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. And yeah, that's uh, it. as as he said, if the guys who stormed the beach at Normandy don't want to be called a hero, probably if you open the Smoothie King during the pandemic, you're probably. <laughs> if not you one. sat right. my dad down right there in front of that microphone, he would tell you I've been too soft on my kids, and I would agree with him. And it's because of society and us having to, you right. know, feeling like we have to transition into right. what's going on in the world. Right. It, it's, um, it, it's, you know, there's, there's, it's almost like we don't do a good job of saying, all right, there are some things in this generation we don't want to pass on. They had that wrong. Yeah. And then there were things they had right. We rarely ever pick the right things yeah. <laughs> on what to get rid of and what to keep. You know, it's, <laughs> are y'all tougher on the kids or were your wives tougher on the kids? Uh, Think about that. We'll get back. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as the number. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here for a brand new hour. May hear from Gary the Bulldozer Man this hour. Bogorowski and Gary on the same day. Uh, so we'll see. You know, when cell service, hey, down here and, and you know, in, the, in Chilton County, I mean, we ain't got no cell towers. We may hear from him this hour, and even if we hear from him, Will it be quality enough for us to understand what he's saying, too? <laughs> wow, so, a lot of guests you can't hear today. All right, so um, <laughs> welcome back. Here's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged. We thank uh, each and every one of you for spending a few hours with us each and every day. Uh-huh. We we asked for five, but uh, yeah, we'll right. take whatever we'll t- you got. We'll take whatever we get. All right, so, Greg, I know that, that you're in there, uh, but I, I want to, we want to talk to you about what happened to you on the way to work today. So um, um, breakfast has arrived, and everybody's settling into their breakfast eating places. <laughs> but but we need to, we got to talk to Greg uh, about what he experienced today on his way to work. Oh, you've already eaten? All right, come on. Uh, so um, you gotta be mad about it. Yeah, I thought about See, going. Greg beat me. I ain't even got to mine. <laughs> well, yeah, well, uh, Bubba, you've been into quite a quite a bit this morning. Yeah, <laughs> Bubba, what have you been doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, this is about Greg. Okay. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. What'd you do, I, I Greg? I thought y'all was doing calls. I'd already eaten. No, it's good. I, well, we, Greg. Burgesses eat fast. Yeah, Bubba mentioned it in the break, and I was like, yeah, we, we do need to cover that today. Oh, yeah. What what time do you get up? I get up at 2, about 2.20. 2.20 a.m. I usually mm-hmm. leave the house about 20 till 3. 20 till 3. Wow. So, so uh, 2.40. So so really, not, not yeah, it. I don't know why I went 2.20 well, or 3. But just, both, yeah. both of them are right. So uh, <laughs> I would have said 2.40. Probably, My mind but, don't work good that time yeah, of day. Well know. done. So It's amazing. Can I just early. say this? It, it's amazing to me that you can do that and have done it as long as you have. Because I commuted for a much shorter period of time, and it about drove me nuts. Yes, obviously <laughs> had no effect on me at all. None. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a weird time of day to be going to work, and I lots of, there's certain times I like to be here. I like to get here an hour before we go on air, because we got things that we do, 
and if something's messed up, you have time to fix it. Yep. So a lot of times when I'm trying to get out of there, I don't. I'm cutting. I need to go now. Here's Buddy and Marty. They done. I got to put something out for them, or they've drug something out in the yard. I got to get right. You know, so I deal with that. So what, dealt with that two, this morning. You get up at two twenty. You leave at two forty. What time do you normally get to the studio? Four. It, it, yeah. If you don't have what, like what you had four o'clock. Like, four and start on there at five. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. So what? So what? I had that idea. The dogs gave me a little bit of a handle. They had, uh, they needed to dump the water over, so I got that, and then they drug a dustpan out in the yard. Right. <laughs> so I got that, and so now I'm rolling, and then I look. I can see at the end of the drive some eyes that there's another. See, we got dogs that live across the uh, other part of the neighborhood, too. Well, it ain't a neighborhood. Y'all know where I live, but anyway. Yeah. Bubba really knows. This is old family land. Yeah. And I seen there's a dog at the end, and as I get Greg, close, Greg I look for something. to do something I never could do, get them to sell something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog sitting there, and there's something beside him. And my dri- my driveway is a quarter mile long, okay? So I'm getting about half a dozen. Something ain't right. So I pull up, and there's a deer that's been hit by a car. And it's, it's, it's passed on. Right. So, you know, and it's not alive. You know, Bubba's seen us wrestle live ones one time. Well, you remember that? Yes, but, I'll never forget that. But um, And it's laying there in the driveway. Me. I'm right there on the concrete. And it's a big, mature doe. Uh-oh. And I'm like. Well, I, I need to go. I ain't got time to fool with this, but I can't leave it here. Right. Lisa, boy, that'd be great when she left this morning. Can you Driving imagine? up. And then I thought, well, I'll just drag it over. Now, how cold way. How cold was it? Uh, it was in the 40s. Ooh, refrigerator. Well, listen, so I'm sitting there, and, and I said, well, I'll just drag it out of the driveway. And then I thought, well, I don't want it out here so going put, through the – You put it in the cooler? The motion. <laughs> so I made the call. I said, I guess I'm going to try to get in the back of this truck by what? myself. And it was kind of heavy. Yeah, that's hard to do. But I got, I got her up in there. And uh, and there's the dogs were disappointed because they were all coming around smelling. Even the dogs from across. That's so funny. He was sitting right beside it, just looking. Do not quite sure what to do with it? No, he's like that and, is a big rat. And it's and like I say, this was a mature, pretty pretty good size, you know, decent size of dog. Anyway, so I load it up and I think, now what am I going to do with it? Right, I can't bring it to work. So there's a moment in the really in the middle of the night. It's, it's pitch dark. Mm-hmm. Your lights are on a dead deer laying across your driveway. Yeah, and you're trying to get it up and load back it in, in your there. truck on the way to work. Yes. Okay. While being while dogs running all around me. While dogs are, are saying, "Leave it for us. Yeah. We want it." And so I get it in there, and uh, I, 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 luckily I got it finagled where I could get up in the truck and reach down and pull it up, which you know, I was my strength was no problem. Right. Anyway. Right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, I'm taking. Then I go. Okay, that's I got that part done. Now what I do with it? Right. So I'm riding, and I'm thinking, I'm going to go in my mind, this, the road I normally go on, ah, it's pretty populated. And then there's another road I can cut around and kind of go another way, but it, it'll still take me to work. And I remember there's stretches in there where nobody lives. So I found me a good place to pull over and drug her out of the bank, drug her up in the woods, and away I went. So the coyotes in that area will be happy. Yeah, buzzers so will you, love it. Yeah. you dumped a dead deer on somebody else's property. No, but not a house. What I said. I kept it on the right of way. It's under the power line. <laughs> they're not, listen, you ever drove it's up a, through there? They're laying everywhere anyway. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> no, they are. I see well, that is, Nobody's even going to blink. Duh. I mean, that, that's common. That's like, you know, seeing, I see a, so seeing a piece of trash somebody threw at Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not a, a but no, it didn't affect anyone. They don't have to deal with the stink or nothing because there's nobody lives around it. And so then, I was going to just drag it across the road. I said, well, I'm going to have to deal. What with you're that. saying is, you when I go get the mail, you took it to the wild where nature could take its course. Yeah, out there. In I the didn't wild. go dump somebody else's driveway and everything. It'd be gone in a day anyway. Oh, now yeah. if I'd have drug it to my neighbor's driveway, yeah, that'd been bad. But I, I <laughs> think about there, it. This was an area at the time I was just trying to get a plan. 
Because I first grabbed him, was dragging across the road. And I thought, well, what am I doing that for? I'm right. still going to have to deal with it. So there's a moment where you're doing that back and forth. I'm not sure what to do. And there's a deer laying and there. And I wasn't sure I could get it in there without having to wrestle it and get it, you know. And, and then you knew, I, hey, I got to start America's favorite radio show. That's right. That's right. I got to anyway, get busy here somehow. I was probably five, ten minutes later and I thought I wanted to be. That's not bad that considering bad? you no, took it a deer. Bad. No. Once 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 I got it, got in the truck, I thought, okay. Was there ever a moment you thought, can't get in the truck? Yeah, I did without having to just, because I didn't want to just. I mean, yeah, I, have it all over. Yeah, you. And it, you, it wasn't. I ain't gonna get wasn't it bloody because there was no, yeah. none of that. Yeah. But, but anyway, but but yeah, the old car. The didn't. injuries were not. You couldn't see them from internal. The but see, I, I got a lot of deer, over, and I see them when I drive down my driveway at night and stuff. So I guess I'm. I got one less. Than yeah. I normally yeah. Have. Yeah. And this, this is one of the few moments where you wish the deer laying there was a small one. <laughs> yeah, that's a great <laughs> yeah, point. You yeah. really do. It's, it's almost really like do. a reverse reaction. Yeah. But but again, I I didn't plan on that, and that. But no, but like I said, nobody will even blink an eye. Nobody's going to check their mailbox today and the deer will be laying there. No, because, again, it's so common to see them anyway. In this particular area, they say, well, hey, at least it's not by somebody's house. Well, I, I just know that moment. I, I can't believe you you left it and didn't just take it. What am I going to do with it? Well, you I could mean, you get could, that freezer full. It's uh, that time of year. You I ain't worried about that. Yeah. I did cut the back straps on it. Yeah. <laughs> how about this? How long? What? How long That's will you? Would, how long would you let a deer lay there and you still take some meat? I'm not it? eating roadkill, guys. I'm just I, not. I'm not Ooh. either. No well, matter. It's, even it's if I cool saw it get there. hit. Uh, oh, it's it was cool, cool out there. It's cool. Like yeah, but probably that you just. I'm not mm. eating roadkill. I'm just not. Now, I would if we were like in the apocalypse. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, but I mean, I'm going to have a freezer full of deer meat this year with no issue whatsoever. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, and still funny. got some from last year. That's funny. Nobody in my house eats it but me anyway, so it ain't like I need any. Yeah. Well, Greg got one. Hey. Yeah, I got one. Greg, on the board early. I, have, I did have one in my truck hauling it out. How'd it feel? Felt like I'd been hunting. <laughs> Felt like I was going to the uh, processor to get, yep. get her all yeah. worked out. Don't you? All right, 15 minutes past. We'll be back. Uh, we may or may not, I think, we may hear from Gary. Hey, I'm trying to call in. I would tell Greg that, I mean, we got it. And she brought that deer to me. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on the blubber. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Gonna show. We're back. Been an action-packed show today, and if you have not been with us, uh, we've uh, done another edition of What's Eating Scott Garofsky, getting a tremendous response on that. Uh, and, and sometimes you think, does a show, is, is there too much going on in one show? But um, Never, Rick. Now, Gary, the bulldozer man, Spurmaster's on the, on, on the, on the hot line. The preacher man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind Here the bulldozer, man I mean, hey I mean, you can't have nothing the interest Oh, it's phone I do too I, I'm nervous answering this Hey, Gary Hey, how's it going? Uh, we're good I mean, I'm worried about your phone Well, y'all were cutting out a little bit there a minute ago no, We were not Gary yeah, yeah, he was. When you been back at the farm? Well, uh, when am I coming back to the farm? Uh, or, or when? I, I, I know when you're there. 
I, this thing with Gary knowing when we're there. So, uh, and I, the you, phone's beginning to yeah, cut out. Yeah, Gary. It's um, on us, Bubba. Yeah, how do you know <laughs> when I'm there, Gary? Are you ever going to share that? No, I, I keep that keep a secret. Uh, Bubba, uh, Bubba, I have uh, I've encountered the rubber snake that Gary leaves oh, in various Lord. places at the farm about four times over the last two weeks. Yeah, you yeah. know you need to get the head off that thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. and He still keeps using it <laughs> now. Now without a head on it. So, uh, well, Gary, I need, I, need to tell you, I need to tell you something. If, uh, y'all need to quit talking. You need to quit talking. Uh, telling people I'm saying stuff about Dan Mocha. He's gonna get to where he want him. Want me to come over and hunt. <laughs> you know what to solve that? Uh, yeah, stop talking about That's it. That's right, Gary. <laughs> I mean, you, no, you know cut what? him some slack. <laughs> I mean, let's let's fa- come over and work. And here y'all are. Here you are telling him I'm saying stuff about him. So, so would you want to talk about biologic then? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you want, you want to talk about, uh, that, uh, that small feeder that's, uh, automatic. Yeah, we let that go. Okay. Well, I, I mean, uh, I just check. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, I'm just checking. On. Get dialed I, in here. You, you need to get, uh, get him to give you some of them, uh, 325 pounds. Yeah, I know. Uh, Speedy's got all them. Uh, <laughs> when, when he brought up that, that big one, now he's got that big one that holds so much. I want one of those and. You know, I kept waiting on on Dan to offer us one. He just didn't. Well, I'll talk with him. Maybe I can get him one. But uh, uh, I've been on to tell you I hadn't talked in a while. Uh, at the uh the start on comedy club Friday night tomorrow night. What What did you say? I'm gonna be at the start on tomorrow night. Are you performing? Uh, no, I just got some friends that got some tickets and want me to go up there with them to see James. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might would have said you're going to the Stardome, not you're going to be there. Uh, I, well, I, 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 I thought you were opening up I for didn't James Gregory. I, I thought you was opening up for James Gregory. The double bill. Well, but stuff, you know, you, you know, but anyway. <laughs> so you're going to go uh, to the comedy club to see James Gregory? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, telling you. Well, when he does his tornado bit, I hope he's looking at you. Man. You know, he can have an example of, of, of Gary out in the audience. We're supposed to be sitting at the table there in front. So. Oh, You're going to be at the front table for James Gregory's show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel so good for James right now. Oh, I know. I mean, his knot's made. I mean, his knot is made. job just got easy. Have you ever heard James before, I- Gary? Yeah, it's been about 10 years. Oh, I'm at the old comedy club up there about 10 years ago. It's been longer than that Gary, if it was at the old comedy Gary, club. at the old one. The old one was, it, was that's, of, that's, it went out of business before we started. I think that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> well, it may have been. Oh, it burned down. Yeah, I, they moved. Is that good phone? Gary? Gary, this has been a great yeah. segment, by the way. Gary, your phone. I don't know what we're going to do about your phone. You're going to have to just start driving. What? The new studio, by the way, will be closer to you. Have you, uh, well, y'all, I got a phone call the other day. Y'all was on about something. That, uh, somebody emailed me about money. I called in to defend myself, and I said, well, I said, uh, Speed and Bubba don't like me to call in a whole lot. And, uh, <laughs> he said, Go. I said, 
<laughs> but I kind of put it off on Stadium Bubba. It won't make a call in. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. I, I like that. That, that. I'm going to write that down. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's you know, Speedy. He's a uh, he, he's he's a big screener. Of who gets to come on? And who doesn't? I know. I know. I have to call in now. Yeah. Gary, is are we it's ready to go for deer season? Yep. yep. Oh yeah, I don't know where. Huh? Oh boy. Uh, you know, Greg got him one today. Yeah, Greg, yeah Greg's already, on the board. Greg's already got a doe. He went <laughs> hunted on youth weekend. <laughs> Well, he he should have brought that down by the farm and that would have ate that when we had the uh, the show hunt over there. Yeah, Gary said he's willing to cook for us if we do a show Ooh, hunt. Yeah. We come down there at camp house. He That'd said he'll, he'll, he'll lay it on us. We're willing to let him. What, what? I, uh, are we gonna have the uh, year ender show this year? The year ender show. Well, we <laughs> it's it's gonna be a big one because we're gonna say goodbye to the studio. <laughs> You come by yeah. and, and stand outside. Got to uh, have some pies. Yeah, that's right. You better have some pies in your hand. <laughs> well now, said you said. If I come, uh, we're going to give away some cell phones. Y'all that <laughs> sign up for those. <laughs> have you mailed my check to the front, Rick? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. I, I mailed it on, uh, uh, let's see, probably on Tuesday. Well, I might get I might get other phone up this time. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to do something, Gary. It, it, well, you know, you and I have talked about this before. It, it, I, I, Gary, there's cell towers I, all over the place. Just drive to you to see one. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Or get Al to put you a booster up. Over. Right, we, we could zoom. Yeah, if he's got internet at his house, we can zoom, and we, he does. We so could zoom. We could That's right. That. Yeah, and that way we get to see you. Nah, you don't say. You know, I hadn't shaved since I got over COVID. That's been two months ago. I look like a little Santa. Oh. You're like a little Santa? <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. Mm. I hadn't shaved him about. It's probably been. Uh, Good night. <laughs> it's been about two months since September, about the 10th. I hadn't shaved. You're looking sharp. So, have so you, Gary, have you have you got everybody's green fields that you plant every year? Are you, are you done? Is the season ready or, or where are you at? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I wish I deer hunted, but I I just got quite I don't deer hunt anymore. That's not true, <laughs> Gary Vines. Yeah, 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 he'll he'll kill he'll kill three bucks this year. No, well, <laughs> or whatever the limit is. <laughs> I'm gonna take that. And most of the people know he's on their property. Well, he you know he had kind of a falling out. He he doesn't have access to as much property as he did. Really? Yeah. You know, Al sold off sold off a lot of his. Did he really? Yeah. He made Moultrie, yeah. man. Yeah, he's upset Moultrie. He can't Ooh, go over there. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I just yeah. have, I, my, play, my little old place so small, I don't have room for just a few hundred. Well, you know, I know when you're there and when you ain't, so I go burn hot when you're not there. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you, you, we've got a turkey deal. Let's just let, you know, you, I tell you, there's some things you need to take care of over there. What's that? Man, yeah, we'll talk about it off there. Uh-oh. I saw some, yeah. I saw some signs in there I didn't like. Well, what was it doo-doo on the ground over there? <laughs> 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 we'll put it that way. That's right. Either Hey, we either got Bigfoot or some people been sneaking in. Uh, <laughs> I told Rick I want to come see that fence he had put up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, he got him one. Yeah, it's not, not completely finished yet. It, no, I really haven't even started on it yet. But. <laughs> yeah. There's part of it Gary's supposed to be working on. You can't get no wood. Yeah. can't get no lumber. 
What are you talking about? There's plenty of lumber out there. Yeah, it's hard to get it there. Uh, Garrett, good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, I'll holler at you later. All right, thanks, Garrett. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Uh, We'll be back. See you, Gary. You can't even have a phone. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Uh, and there's lines available. Our first phone troll of the day, and there's plenty for you to respond to. A long distance directly assisted. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, your comments, your questions, bringing information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Uh, this is us to get a lot of comments, a lot of questions, a lot of information on the program in a short amount of time. Uh, as you are lining up and getting in, if you move right now, you can. I want to point you to mypillow.com slash Bubba. That's a brand-new URL, by the way. Uh, we, we've been we've done so much business with MyPillow, and so many of you have responded. We now have our own URL, so when you when you go there, you go right to where you need to be. Uh, uh, and remember that when you go there, uh, use the promo code Bubba because you're going to find all sorts of savings. I mean, the savings are plenty. Uh, speaking of that, uh, these my pillow slippers that Bubba and I have, and man, we are loving them. Uh, you can get those right now, and we're going to save you a, a tremendous amount of money. You can get the slippers at fifty percent off right now, and man, they're great. You will absolutely love them. Also, they have new bathrobes, sleepwear, and quilts, and some cool colors made with 100% U.S. upland cotton. Uh, get 30% off on those and save $40 right now uh, on the classic MyPillow uh, by going to MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Use the promo code Bubba. 30 seconds to pop. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the, the sponsors button. Uh, we'll get started uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, lines are available if you want to make the move now. I see that we had, uh-oh, had a drop-off, but some of them are coming back. Uh, so uh, let's... Um, uh, who am I going to hear first? We're having some issues with the phone there, but here we, let me go here. Nice. Hey, hey, Rick and Bubba's show, uh, what's your name, where you're calling from? you got 30 seconds on the program. Go ahead. Hey, this is James from Birmingham. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Rick, I wanted to follow up with you last night. Um, I'm going to the grocery store to get one thing, and then my wife says, Hey, I need a couple of things I put on the list for you. And I was like, good grief, because I just heard you say that on the podcast. Oh, they'll add on. About, you know, you, oh, you get one thing, list grows, and you get the phone call. Hey, get this, too. Have you ever have you ever had the <laughs> phone call and or the text that says, if you're still there and you're like three minutes from the house? Not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not, not there anymore. Sorry uh, about that. Missed the window. That goes back to that. Uh, there seems to be, there just seems to be, um, in in the in, and I know this is general. I'm sure there's exceptions, but in the female gender, there seems to be a little bit of an inability to have a concept of time. Yeah, yeah. On I mean, how, some how, how long things. Some take. areas you're stronger, you know, like yeah. noticing colors and mm-hmm. combinations of things. Yeah. Time not oh, in yeah. that group. Oh no, they've got yeah. skill sets we don't have, and yeah. thankful for that. But the concept of time and how long things take yeah. don't seem to be there. Uh, let's go to Randy, uh, in Alabama. Randy, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for taking the call. I got a question about the, uh, Rittenhouse trial. When the fellows, uh, acquitted, can they not take him, uh, take uh, some of these CNNs and the other, uh, uh, news medias who've been condemning him 
and calling them racist, etc., and take them uh, to civil court like the Trump lawyer did for the fella who was in that school group in Washington, D.C.? You, you mean uh, assuming that he is acquitted in this trial, you're saying can he go back and sue national media for slandering him, I guess is what you're trying to say, yeah. or presenting him in a bad light? Um, he he might could, but it wouldn't be easy, I'll tell you that. Because not only you don't have to prove <clears> – <throat> you have to prove that they did it, but you have to prove they did it with intent. And that's often very hard to document. Well, I don't know what this new thing is, and I guess it's not new, but I guess we just have so many ways to do it now, where everybody seems to be able to know everything about a person they've never even met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they haven't heard the trial, and they haven't heard the evidence. they got a couple of video clips. But before I know it, on a couple of video clips, here's what I noticed yesterday. We know what his intent was, which we don't. Uh, for some reason, we know whether he was faking or not faking in his testimony. I guess we've all become uh, psychic uh, prophets of some kind. Uh, we've given him names of what he was doing and why, what his motive was. We have no idea. But everybody just starts labeling as if we have come up with our story. This is the movie we're creating. Some of that may or may not be true, but we don't know any of that. Uh, we, I mean, uh, <clears throat> we do know this yesterday that um, the judge had set pretty strict parameters on how he wanted this case and the evidence to be presented, and the prosecutor began to wander off of the range of that, and the judge went nuts on it. Yeah, and the <laughs> the defense then filed for a mistrial with uh, with prejudice, which means he couldn't be tried again, and the judge is taking that motion and said he will rule on it. So. The, the case may be over. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I, I don't I don't know that he would do that. but And I don't know the details of what the lawyer did or had been warned not to do, but the judge was clearly not happy with the prosecution. Yeah, I even heard one lawyer last night say that the strategy of the prosecution, now they don't want it to be without prez, uh, prejudice, that's why the defense put right. that in there, right. that they want a mistrial because it's going so poorly. Yeah, and this whole thing that that guy was trying to get it thrown out of what he did and why he went there and why he carried a gun and you know the the last guy that he shot obviously pointed a gun at him and then he defended himself. Now there was two other people killed. I don't know, and I'm not going to try to to get into all. There's a concept you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And but here here's what I would say: if you're a guns right person, I wouldn't hang your Second Amendment hat on Kyle Rittenhouse because we don't know all the finer points of this whole thing as it plays out. Just be careful that you don't make him poster boy for the Second Amendment. One of the um, uncomfortable moments yesterday, the judge's cell phone went off after he'd given this big Yeah, we have that, yeah. And it's playing Lee Greenwood's Proud to be American. That's funny. So we made, and of course, it. people are now tying that to well, this is a tr- the, yeah, talk about it. Yeah, it's we'll crazy. Hear. Hey, it's a Trump guy. Yeah, that's what Trump came out to. Unbelievable. That's Faith in Greenwood. Yeah, Faith in Florida. Faith, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey, Faith. Nothing starts a day right like a good prayer and some Rick and Bubba. Right there, Thank you, go. you very much. Amen and amen. And an amen. Hey, I have a question about the new studio. I hear you talking about it being maybe smaller. Will there be the ability to have the golden ticket seats and or as an alternative? Is, will there be viewing from outside like you have now? 
Uh, yes, there'll be golden ticket seats. No, there probably won't be much ability to see from the outside, maybe a little bit. Yeah, there's a window not near the size we have now, and you'll probably have to stand in bushes to look in it. Yeah, so the outside uh, viewing, it, it will be very— Juniper. Will Juniper be, bushes. <laughs> much exact. more. Yeah, so I don't think the outside viewing is yeah. going to be—it it won't be anywhere near like this, but there will be golden ticket seat opportunities, yes. Uh, we Hopefully can, not as much drilling. Uh, Beth in Alabama. Beth, or Leaks. Yeah. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, I just wanted to help you guys out just a little bit. The, the comment about women not having a concept of time, we know if we sent you to the store and you're almost home, we know that you probably are almost home. We're just expecting you to turn around and go back. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> no, it? That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we know you're almost home. We're just, we thought of something else we need. So instead of asking you to go back, if we say, are you still there? That gives you the opportunity to that's offer. Funny. And that way we don't have to ask. You know what? That's it, brilliant. And actually. it works every time. I know. Cause I will tell my wife, look, I'll just wow. turn around and go back down there. Cause I'm, but I have a, I don't live far from the grocery store, so it's not that big a deal. Uh, 866, of course, you know, don't have Fritos, but uh, let's go to Jeff in Illinois. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. We're great. We're great. Hey, you know, yesterday that guy called and he was talking about having that Indian blood, mm-hmm. and y'all kind of gave him a hard time about it. And uh, there's something to this, guys, because, mm. uh, you know, I'm – I'm what you call a, an Indian outlaw. I'm half Cherokee and Choctaw, and my baby, she's actually a Chippewa. She's a, you know, she's a one of a kind. And so there's something to this. We haven't had COVID, and we're. we're... No, uh, I, we, we were not trying to 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 give him a hard time. Uh, we were just trying to fully understand the point he was trying to make, and it was on us clearly. David in Georgia. David, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hey, uh, Rick, uh, just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. When y'all were up on Goodwin Crest Drive, yes, the first studio, uh, I believe vocational rehab had uh, part of the bi- uh, building downstairs, and uh, my wife worked there. And one day, uh, Garfield the cat made an uh, appearance at the studio. I don't know if it was Time during out. your program or one of the later programs. But uh, had this big limousine drove up and and had Garfield in it. Uh, I actually think that was Bubba getting out of that limo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may have been. <laughs> Did I have lasagna? Uh, well, we've been a long time listener and enjoy your program and uh, enjoy the work that you're doing with man church thank you man that's very kind of you very nice yeah, thank that's you great. very nice 15 minutes to the top of the hour we'll come back yeah some of these old studios i hadn't really thought about much till it was time to, to move to a new one and i i've been thinking about them some now it's kind yeah. of funny yeah we need to put together an official list because i keep i keep getting them out of order i can't remember what we called i know the closet but did we name the one that we went in after that uh did, no, I need to run. Did, did they have a, yeah, we can run them down when we come back. I, I remember where they were, but I don't think they all had names. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so a lot of you, uh, well, not a lot of you, some of you in the phone segment, but also in the email, the old Rittenhouse trial. We did talk about it yesterday. Some of you thought we didn't mention it yesterday, but we did. 
Uh, but now, you know, we, there's more footage and things that we have now that we didn't have yesterday. Uh, and uh, one of them, uh, Helmsley's mentioned, we'll, we'll play that. Um, so um, I, I don't, um, and I'm trying to, um, um, this thing with Tucker Carlson, I, I may not know enough about this this one here. You have Adler's 3C, but but um, but we have, uh, we, we will play the part that seems to be everybody talking about, and that's when the judge uh, went off on the prosecutor uh, who was being blatant, uh, and the judge is letting him know that he's being very blatant by, by by going down the roads he was going. Some of it seemed to be tied by the fact that uh, Rittenhouse, you know, was silent and wouldn't talk to anybody to begin with, and uh, I guess was taking the fifth and and something about the prosecutor bringing that up. You're not supposed to bring that up or something. I don't know. Well, the judge is is in control of of the uh, evidence the jury hears mm-hmm. and. Whatever it was, he didn't want it. Didn't think it would be uh, evidence or admissible. shouldn't be allowed in the court. Yeah. Admissible, and he had warned them ahead of time. And the the prosecutor started going that way. Mm-hmm. Well, the judge stopped the trial, took the jury out, from what I understand. And then I saw this clip. So here it is. Talking. Here's the judge talking to the prosecutor. Go ahead. Why would you think that that made it okay for you, without any advance notice, to bring this matter before the jury? You are already, you were, I I was astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll I'll leave it at that. So I don't know what you're up to. So, uh, yeah, and, and there are some people thinking the prosecutor's trying to get a mistrial. Well, he, uh, at one point, I didn't see that, he, he told the the, uh, the attorney not to be brazen with him, wasn't mm-hmm. that the term he used? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because he was trying to justify what he was doing, and they kind of got into a little... Oh, uh, he, got, he got ugly. And then immediately, he almost said there that that's going to give the defense grounds for a mistrial, and he stopped before he said that. And, of course, the defense knew that, and they immediately filed for mistrial with prejudice, which means it couldn't be retried again. Yeah, and and I watched experts last night. They say the judge, with what's going on in the courtroom, they believe he has grounds to do that if he so chooses. Right. Uh, so next, uh, the judge's phone goes off. You mentioned that, um, <laughs> Helmsy. And, again, everything's tribalism now, and Bubba was warning, which he's right, on either side of this. This deal where we go, based on my tribe, I have to feel this way about whatever's before me, Think, life doesn't work that way. There's you need to know the details of everything. You don't have to declare a position and then start some political battle over every little thing that comes up. Might want to wait and try to figure out what actually happened before you really make a ruling on how you feel or what you believe about the situation on either side of it. You know, it, you can't immediately say this is a, a vigilantly angry, evil person that we all must hate. And over here, you can't say this is this is going to be our poster board for the Second Amendment. It, it can't, it can't, it's really neither. Uh, it, there's always more to it than that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we should wait and calm down, and not everything have to turn out to be. Now it's time for my tribe to hate your tribe. You right. hate me, and I hate you, and <laughs> we're on this right here. So here is the phone going off during the trial by the judge. I, I don't think that's necessarily what I'm supposed to do. But I think the court has to make some findings as it relates to the bad faith on the part of the prosecution. And if the court makes a finding that uh, the actions that I had talked about, 
were done in bad faith, <laughs> then I think both <laughs> elements. <laughs> what about when you're the person that's gotten on everybody about about not taking this courtroom serious, and then your phone goes off? I told you all the story about the, the pastor that we all know that was just lighting somebody up by whose phone that was. It was his. It was, and he'd left it on the, on the front pew. Rick, that— you know, and you know from the judge's standpoint how many yep. people he's had to get oh, on to about the phone. Bubba. And he, if somebody else had done that, he would have jumped in, oh. and it's his. So yeah. he quickly – you cut it off and act like, I didn't hear anything, did you? And then to Helmsy's point, now we're supposed to read something into the ringtone. <laughs> it may be that this – I couldn't ju- tell what song it, it may was, be right? that this judge is proud to be an American and loves his country. It may just be that. Yeah. Well, you other know, people like that song other than Donald Trump. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it sold a few copies, it and did. it's been in a few shows. Uh, can't have a Fourth of July without hearing it. So, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think that means that the judge is prejudiced here – uh, for this uh, defendant. Uh, so, what is this three C, Adler? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not versed on. Does this tie to what we're talking about? Or is it just a different? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, so, Joseph Rosenbaum is one of the of the people that were shot by a Rittenhouse. Okay. And Tucker Carlson is just speaking to the character of who Joseph Rosenbaum was, and I thought it was pretty cutting. <clears throat> okay. So, this is one of the people that that was killed. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, so here's Tucker Carlson. And there is some. Um, it's there's no cussing or anything like that, but there is some kind of graphic language. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. Thanks for the trial. Confirmed exactly what happened, and here are the facts of it. A convicted child rapist called Joseph Rosenbaum was released from a mental hospital and then went directly to join the mob that was burning downtown Kenosha. Once he got to the riot, Rosenbaum saw Kyle Rittenhouse and immediately threatened to kill him. Rosenbaum then chased Rittenhouse and tried to pull the gun from his hands. When he did that, Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So Joseph Rosenbaum died as he had lived, trying to touch an unwilling minor. Wow. Because <laughs> mm. Rittenhouse was yeah. uh, 17 when this took place, and he's yeah. 18 now. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a very strange case uh, about, you know, the way this happened, where it happened, what the intent was, right. and the gun laws that would govern that location. So it's uh, I've tried to kind of stay out of it neutral as best I can watching it until all the facts are on the table because it is confusing. Wow. What a concept. I know. I know. That's fine. Aren't, aren't you you try- mean due process. Yeah. Are you trying to be edgy? and be, <laughs> Crazy. You, well, you're really going to live out there. So Crazy. You, you're going to be an individual here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, maybe that's the best way to go. First of all, I think it's going to be pretty easy uh, to find out whether uh, a person his age can cross state lines with the gun. We ought to be able to just simply look at the law and, and, and know uh, that. And then, and then, like we hear here, uh, Tucker Carlson's group apparently had done some research on one of the people that got killed and what they were doing there and what actually happened with what the witnesses who saw it, uh, and he's making a comment there. Um, so some of this ought to be pretty simple to say here's the laws, here's the action, and then you can make a ruling on where you stand on what happened. Yeah, here you go. So, uh, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse was put on the stand by the defense yesterday, which is not always done. Right. And uh, they call it a risky move. Mm -hmm. And uh, when being uh, asked about some of it, he broke down yesterday. But I'll be honest with you, it was was kind of a strange breakdown. Uh, I I don't know. I just – I can't really – explain why I'm saying that, but it just, it. I'm not saying he's faking, I'm not saying he wasn't real, but it just, his crying was a little 
odd to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just a strange prior. I don't know. Well, there's our, there are people who, who, well, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. Uh, quite a show that we've already had. Now we start a new hour. We hope you'll join us. Uh, we got The Real Greg Burgess. We got Helmsy. We got Adler. And will you join me? And welcome, welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bussy. There he is. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, you might want to make plans uh, to go see Mr. Scott Dawson tonight. Did you know, did you know that Scott Dawson uh, will be speaking at a man church at Journey Church in Laurel, Mississippi? Uh, it's been a good area for the show for many years. Uh, they're rolling through the men's discipleship strategy. This may be their fourth man church, I think. S- Dawson is there tonight, so make plans to go out and see him. I'll be speaking at a man church at Pine Grove Baptist Church in Center, Alabama, uh, coming up on Sunday night. Helmsy will be in Guntersville at United Methodist Church. Uh, he'll be there as they do man church as well. That's all coming up tonight and then Sunday of this week. Find details by going to themanchurch.com. Clicking on upcoming events. The wonderful will of meat. Oh, it is packed with prizes. Packed with prizes. Uh, you can pick up meat, of course, right? That's going to come from our friends at HarryandDavid.com. Uh, we've got uh, some bouquets of flowers. You say bouquet or bouquet? I say uh Bouquet. 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 I think it's a bouquet. Yeah. I don't know. I think you can do either one. Cord Buddy. Cord Buddy's on the wheel. (laughs) Got Cord Buddy. Got Moultrie, the the feeder that Gary was talking about. It's on the. This is what I do. Hey, I got you a bunch of flowers. Uh, Here's here's some beautiful flowers. Uh, That's all all on the wheel. Uh, We got some great prizes from the Rick and Bubba store on the wheel. Uh, But there are some potential pitfalls. Not everyone is a winner. Greg is on the drums and. we will have uh, Adler will be showing it to you if you have the YouTube option there. You just almost have to yell go when you hear that, don't you? I, you, I mean, there's nothing you can do Greg, about it. Greg, are you in a pep band for a local basketball team or something? Boy, because I think be. they ought to get with you. Go! You, sh- you should be on there. All right, so loud. Helmsy will take uh, – we'll take, you need to get the microphone, Helms. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to have your arms. Oh, hell. All right, so the, we got Helms. We'll be on I'm about the, to go for Helms. Yeah. Uh, so Helms will spin the wheel since uh, we have no speed. Your special guest is it on? Can we hear you? Uh, let's see, testing hey, one. Hey, testing one. There he is. Yeah, out of Now you got to do that sniffing sound when we have flowers. Are you going to so. do all that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that much uh, sniffing since the eighties. All right, so thank you, Greg. Uh, let's go to Cliff in Prattville, listening to I ninety two. Cliff, what do you say to Helmsy? 
Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip. Wow. Damn, I'd take the whole segment of it. thought about where the wheel's going in the new studio? No, I really haven't. <laughs> and the truth, is it going? I'm more worried about getting all that junk out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Spatchler, spatchler, spatchler. Now Cliff, I will tell you, I've been seeing the orders come through the store. These these spatulas are going out like crazy, so I don't know when you're going to get this. Like hotcakes? Like hotcakes. <laughs> Why is that always the, what we go to? I don't know. They're flying out uh, here like hotcakes. Apparently, hotcakes, they just roll when out they, here. When hotcakes come up, everybody wants one. Uh, so, Cliff, congratulations. You got a spatula from the Rick and Bubba store. We'll get all your information. Uh, just stay on hold. Don't leave us because we're down a man. Just stay on hold so we can get your information when we're done with the prizes, okay? All right, thanks. All right, Cliff, thank you, thank you buddy. Thanks for listening to the show. Appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Coleman, uh, Alabama, where we have Mary Nell standing by. Hey, Mary Nell, how you doing? I'm great. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good. What do you say to Helmsy? Wow, what a wheel. Mary Nell! Helms is putting his back into it. That's how all that working out you've been doing is really helping you out. Look Helms. at the camera shot. Look at my three, 3D <laughs> thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So there I can't hear a word y'all are saying. It's fine. Yeah, it's a lot of noise back there. Oh, you, Hams, you must be working out the way you're spinning that you wheel. You really are. Man, that Godspeed making a difference. Uh, flowers, 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 smell it. <laughs> 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 you got to go. <laughs> 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 All right, Mary Nell. Yes, sir. Would you like for us to send you two dozen red roses, two dozen multicolored roses, or some autumn lilies? Multicolored roses, please. I really thought you were going to go with the lilies. All right, so multicolored roses. Let's put roses you on hold. Hard to beat. And uh, and one eight hundred flowers dot com will send that right to you. Okay. Thank y'all. Have a blessed day. Oh, you Thank too. You. Thank you, Mary. Now we don't uh, get a go from Greg. Greg. Go. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's in Are Birmingham. You two or three days a week. Huh? Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey, what do you say to Helmsy? <laughs> wow, what a wheel. Oh, stop it. Yeah, but you got to have more enthusiasm than that. I mean, yeah, I, you you got to have the same enthusiasm. Yeah. I know you're at work, but you're going to have to give us some noise. I mean, we're going to have to grease that thing when Helms gets done. Is the coyote going with us? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure it is. You think you're going to leave that for some doctor? Uh, yeah. Me, 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 me. Meet it is. Meats, it is. $50 worth of meat uh, for Jeffrey out of Birmingham, Whispering Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, congratulations, buddy. Let's put you on hold. Uh, just hang on because there's nobody in there right now. But when Helmsy's done spinning the wheel, he'll get on with you and get all your information. There. And then uh, harryanddavid.com will send you some meat, okay? All right, thanks, All right, see you, Jeff. Whispering Jeffrey from Birmingham. How about a double? How about a double go? Maybe even a triple go. Greg. Let me have a triple. Go! 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 I love that. Bubba, one of your favorite places. One of your favorite places on earth is next. We're at. Look, look right there on seven. Where are we at? Hickory, North Carolina. Hickory, Hickory, North Carolina. Home of John Reap. Uh, hey, what, what, what was the deal on the last span? I couldn't hear y'all. Why were y'all questioning me starting when I did? 
Y'all were screaming. No, uh, no. The caller was not as <laughs> was loud as oh, and okay. enthusiastic. Oh, okay. as I wasn't on you. Wanted. I was on okay. the caller. Right. This is what we have in the caller. Wow, what a will. But he, he well, obviously was trying to keep it down yeah. home. Wow, what a will. Okay. I'm wish, I, I thought wish, I'd done something incorrect. I'm, I'm, I'm whispering, whispering Jeffrey from behind. <laughs> <laughs> but he was at work, so that's cool. So I'm, I don't need to clean anything up over here. No, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay. Matter, matter of fact, right. I like the variety of your spinning. Well, uh, Mark. Well, they're all just really big, hard spins. But have you noticed we're not doing that thing where it keeps landing in the same spot oh, on the I know, wheel, though? I, know. I mean, Helmsy is, he's not, that ain't happening to him. Uh, nope. Mark, what do you say in Hickory, North Carolina to Helmsy? Well, what a wheel. I realize I just smoked. I realize I just smoked. Sure. You could have you waited another hey, Rick, hey, Rick, Rick, hey, segment. Hey, Rick, here, here is a note to Rick reminding Rick to <laughs> shut up. Here we go. Here we go. Is the pinball machine going? Uh, okay. I don't know. It's an Avengers pinball machine. Uh, see there. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Wait a minute. Good one to end, though. It is. Meat. Hey, Hickory. Meat. Mark gets meat. Mark gets meat. Tell John we said hello if you see him down at Walmart. All right, so we'll put you on hold. We'll get all your information. $50 worth of meat coming to you from harryanddavid.com. Thank you, Mark, for watching the Rick and Bubba show, listening to it, whatever you do. How do you get the show there in Hickory? We We do in Hickory. How do you get it? YouTube. So you are. I'm, I'm. I'm YouTube. So you are watching. Okay, man. That's cool. I'm gonna put you on hold. Hey, uh, great job over there, Greg. I need three goes on the on the total experience of the, of the Will of Me. Will of Meat put up for another week. Congratulations to all of our winners. Great job on the spins over him. Had a kid. Had a boy. Had a way to slide in there. Had a way to work. Beat the man. Had a way to make it happen. I went to the bullpen. Had a pretty good spinner come out of there. Uh, We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. It's 15 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and 21 Bubba. minutes Ooh, past the no hour. Rick and Bubba, the Rick and Bubba Rick show. Wait, can we be big as a number? All right, so uh, let's uh, let's jump in. We haven't done any of this today, which I've kind of enjoyed it, but we still need to update. Uh, let's uh, let's find an update. Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God, love you. What am I talking about? Basement Joe. Bubba, we're going to travel back in time. Uh, is everybody, hey, how's that Build Back Better treating you? Uh, we, let's let's go uh, 114 days back to July 19th, uh, and inflation was starting to rear its ugly head. Here comes the leader of the free world assuring us not to panic about this inflation. Here we mm-hmm. go. Yeah, there, there's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economist. Well, uh, let me tell you, uh, Mr. President, I'm from the future, and you couldn't be more wrong. 30-year high. 
30-year high. Thank you. We are 114 days into this inflation you said was not going to be unchecked and not going to last long. And as Bubba just said, the highest inflation in 30 years, record price increases, and supply chain in crisis. Which kind of leads to the next thing. The, the president is now going to arrogantly say what, Bubba? Rick, just, just let him say it, and then I'll... Okay. Here, here he is. To those of you that think there's a problem. Of, of container ships in the docks for more than nine days fell by over 20%. And now we're announcing steps to improve ports in the East Coast to provide support for the Port of Savannah, the fourth largest container port in the country, to help reduce congestion. With our help, they now have the funds they need to set up five new inland port sites in Georgia and North Carolina so goods can get closer to their final destination more quickly. And other ports across the country will have the resources they need to make these kinds of immediate investments as well. The challenge we need to meet here, and my plan is going to help address, has to do with the supply chain. You hear a lot about the supply chains in the news, but frankly, not a lot of people are clear, have a clear understanding whether they have a PhD or they didn't go to school about how a supply chain works. It says easy to talk about it, but what's the impact on the economy? let alone how to fix it. It's perfectly understandable because supply chains are incredibly complex. As long as goods and materials are getting where they need to go on time, there's usually no need to worry about the supply chains. But when global disruptions hit, like a pandemic, they can hit supply chains particularly hard. COVID-19 has stretched global supply chains like never before, and suddenly, when you go to order a pair of sneakers or a bicycle or Christmas presents for the family, you're met with higher prices and long delays or they say they just don't have any at all. The reason for that last year was has a lot to do with most companies make their product, how they make their products today. In simple terms, supply chain is just the journey that a product takes to get to your doorstep. Oh, really? Raw materials, hmm. plus labor, assembly, shipping, well, I'll be everything it takes to create the finished product. These supply chains are complex. Even, even products as simple as a pencil can have to use the wood from Brazil, graphite from India, before it comes together at a factory in the United States to get Last week, the number... Okay. Uh, I, I, I think you get the point. Yeah, I uh, just... Uh, you know, He again, thought it was Charouette pencil yeah, thing. Yeah, Somebody told him about that. Yeah, that was good. And they were going, please, now read well, it right. Well, Rick, a lot of people I know are on the very edge of their seat about if their pencil's going to show up for Christmas. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know right. you'll join yeah, me in yeah, that. Absolutely. Uh, Joe Biden has worked in D.C. for over 40 years. Trust me, if there's anybody that doesn't know anything about business, it's him. No. Okay, okay, because he's never done it. He's never done it. The only thing he knows about business is what somebody's told him or he has read in a book somewhere. Um, The supply chain is complicated, and it was disturbed greatly by COVID-19. That is true. That is a fact, my friend. But the things that you have done since then has only made it worse. Right. That is just bizarre to me. And you said, well, Bubba, what the heck are you talking about? Well, uh, let's try this. You're paying people to stay at home, not go to work. So there wasn't as many people in the supply chain. People are a key part of the supply chain. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but wood from Brazil and graphite from mm-hmm. India doesn't just walk to the United States on its own. No, it doesn't. I mean, we, we've got some pretty cool robots, but they have to have people yeah, involved. Right. Um, 
you take that and then you turn around and you put ridiculous mandates on companies who are now having to get rid of people who wanted to work. Right. And you have complicated the shortage even more. So there is some people that don't understand the supply chain, and the main one is the president. Yeah, right. Well, you know what else? I hate to say that. Him and his people really don't have any clue what's going and on. And then to put on top of that that I need more people, and then I look around and the government's putting more regulations on me. Yep. The government has cut off. We, we have left being independent when it comes to our fuel and our resources and our energy, we were energy. Thank you. We were but, energy independent, Rick. Thank you because I, I, I omitted that by my own mistake. Fuel supply thank is you. one of the major costs of the supply chain that because the supply chain is about moving things around. That is right. So it doesn't matter if you're sailing a ship, if you are running a truck, a train, an airplane, whatever. The number one thing that can disrupt that and the cost of that is fuel whatever type it uses. So again, day one, I go in, I think I'm sharp. I do away with a pipeline that we're building, okay? Because Donald Trump wanted the pipeline, so I must be against the pipeline. Orange man, bad. That's been my whole strategy. Right. But you fired people again, fired people, put them out of a job, good union-paying jobs who support you for some reason I've never understood. I don't understand that. You yeah. went union, right against— Union supporting Democrats never you, makes sense you, to me. You put more union people out of work with that one move than anything you've done uh, or could have done, and then you turn around and you you act like we're, we don't understand the supply chain. Uh, we don't understand don't know why the price at the pump's going up. It, it's all these things you're doing, and by the same token, if you let's just say you turned it around, if it, you know he's raising taxes on everybody, that's another thing. If you came and said, "Look, guys, we're going to cut taxes, we're going to we're going to cut regulation on these businesses, not more. We're going to open this pipeline up. We're going to keep the one in Michigan going. We're still going to work on green product. You can do that. You can have all that you want to, uh, but we're going to keep doing this." immediately you would see pressure on the market ease up. Yep. See, he everything he does is like a vice, tightening pressure on the market, and yep. that's what causes these problems. Real, perceived, or, or not, it all works together that way. This thing of leaving energy independence and then crying again about how the, the cartel of, of uh, all the uh, – uh, OPEC and all this, they're like a cartel, and they won't they won't uh, start uh, producing more. They won't turn it loose. Uh, they're they're like a cartel. Well, that's the reason why we went energy independent, so we wouldn't have to do You that. know how you fight a cartel? You make them unimportant. That's right. And then they have no power. And that's what we did, and we've gone back to depending on them again. Crazy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You looking to fill a role at your company? Yeah, well, let me tell you what you don't have time for. You don't have time to be dealing with that and waste your time interviewing people that were really never qualified from the beginning. You, you can't even, I mean, you're like, I mean, you can't even. So let LinkedIn.com slash Bubba help you. They'll put it in front of their 770 million people that are on LinkedIn.com, but you give them some screening questions. And then they narrow it down, and then when you get ready to do the actual interviews, you're only interviewing the most qualified candidates. 
you're not wasting your time on unqualified candidates. So uh, go to linkedin.com slash Bubba. You can post uh, your first job for free. Uh, the first job posting is on us as uh, if you, because you listen or watch this show, listen to or watch it. Go to linkedin.com slash Bubba to do this. Uh, and I am talking about free, or you can go to rickandbubba.com. You can find it right there uh, under the sponsors. But so a couple of things, uh, we, we, were, we have this uncomfortable, you know, the vice president, Kamala Harris, she's very difficult to find. And, and when we find her, it's as if she doesn't quite know. I mean, when you have to get actors to pretend to be children for her to talk to about space, she's not able just to talk to any children we can get. And, about space. I and mean, remember, Rick, her big assignment that the president gave her was the border. And she went down there and almost got within an hour of it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. held a press conference, came back, hadn't been back, problem not solved. And we have more uh, people headed to the border. We've heard reports of that uh, over the past month. Uh, her popularity numbers are uh, historically low, um, even worse than the president. Here's Kamala Harris, and I must warn you that our vice president is about to give you secondhand embarrassment. You know that thing when you get around people that speak another language and you're still speaking English, but you try to drop an yeah, accent in there? You know, and no. I, I'm bad about doing that, yeah, too. Right, right yeah. I, And maybe course, she's got that same problem. Of course, you're not vice president. But, but <laughs> no, anyway. Nowhere this, close, Bubba, really. this is at the Pasteur Institute in Paris t- talking, to, talking to scientists, and you're going to hate the fact that she's got a mask on the whole time. But here it is. With us in government? We campaign with the plan, uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate. And then. You might know what that means. Was she, was she trying to be Pepe Le Pew saying the plan? <laughs> is this is a plan. She sounds like the guy on Fantasy Island. Yeah. Capital T. Her plan. Plan. The plan. Does, does that make you feel? What was she a, trying to say? I, Greg, that's we, how many times have we said that? She looked as if she was talking to a three-year-old. I, I know. I, I, well, I think she was sent over there to try to repair the hurt feelings uh, from the nuclear submarine deal that we scooped the French on with the Australians. You know, right, they got right. they got all tore up about that. So. She's back over there now working the with plan. the plan, the plan, the plan, the capital P, the plan. It's not even a good French accent. Uh, I don't know what what that was. Uh, I don't even. She could just throw in that cackle. It's she has uh, very, very, made us all extremely uncomfortable. And um, so Jimmy Kimmel immediately wants to come to the defense of what Bubba talked about, her approval rating, 28, is that right? 28%? Uh, I, I, that was one of them I saw, yeah. yeah. It's very very low. It's it's That's barely one. She's in sitting four. about twenty eight, and president is about thirty eight to forty. Yes, yeah, so, depending so, on which what you look at. So when you some good numbers there, folks. <laughs> but Jimmy Kimmel, riddled with white guilt, yeah, wants to run out. Now we forget the way that Jimmy treated women when he and his little buddies had the man show. Uh, remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So women on trampoline, trampoline bouncing. Also, Jimmy in had, blackface. And yeah, forgot G- that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jimmy right. has also dressed in blackface. Well, how's he, but this is where all his guilt comes from. Yeah, this is where he's trying to make yeah. things right well, in the world. He's trying to cover his tracks. So sure. Jimmy really believes that there's no way that anybody disapproves of Kamala Harris on her merit. Nobody. Nobody. Now, does anybody remember when the Democrats had a shot at her? They also. She was the first drop from the list. Didn't she at one time have less than 1% of the vote? Yeah. yeah. She it. was the first candidate to say, so, see you, good day, so because nobody Demo- wanted her. So are Democrats racist and misogynist because they wouldn't let her be their candidate? Well, that I mean, doesn't play well to Jimmy's. And, Rick, there's people for them to get elected and her on that ticket who approved over to vote for her 
that are now disapproving with the job she did or the number wouldn't be that low. So there are people who didn't have a problem with her, obviously her race or You're her right. gender, right. who disapprove of her now because of her performance, it right? Could, Just it, by the numbers, they have to. Yeah. those people have to be factored in. I honestly don't think the low approval rate of our vice president has anything to do with her gender or ethnicity. No. But Jimmy Kimmel says, I am wrong. Her approval rating would be higher if it wasn't for sexism and racism. Now, I'd like to know how Jimmy can prove that. Uh, he well, says, I guess you could make that argument that Trump's numbers was bad because of Trumpism. That's mm-hmm. it, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how much sense that makes. Right. Uh, can so, you have it both ways? But there, you can't ignore Jimmy? the facts. Yes. On the score sheet, on how have you done to this point. It's, and just look let at me, the facts. Let me ask you this. You're, what you're losing she, the game. What has she done? What performance has she had? What speech has she made that people went, yeah, yeah, I like, I'm behind her. A- approved. Jimmy Kimmel says no one even cares I'm what sorry. the vice president That's, does. I constantly think about Willie. Yeah, I'm sorry. He says it's like criticizing hmm. a backup quarterback, which, but of course that does happen. Uh, sure, but he's, I think everybody's criticizing the pair. Yeah, he says yeah, that. that I, I, I really think historically, given the president's uh, mental state, that she has a golden opportunity. I mean, she could step up and really look sharp. Here, I mean, it wouldn't take a she lot. She could be the starting <laughs> right. quarterback uh, at, at any it, moment, it, too, it, guys. If she just wouldn't say really dumb things and cackle, I cackle. Uh, she, I think she could, she could really p- have people going. While I, I wish she was president. If I was, you know, because yeah, there's not like if I, if I appreciated and wanted their policies, and I was a good socialist. Yeah, uh, but she's fumbling that too. Well, oh, yeah. back to though, she was a candidate the Democrats sh- could have picked, and Democrats, not Republicans, she was the first one out. Democrats didn't even give her the time of day to even First be remote. Buttigieg got further, guys. Yeah, exactly. To, to Greg's point, if if, if this is racist and sexism, then there's a bunch of Democrats who have gone that way. Oh yeah, yeah. Which they, I, they what, voted for them to be in office, which I don't think is true. No, so it of could be. Not. It could be she's just not a candidate that people get fired up about. Yeah, and she whatever been very impressive. And, and you can call her the backup quarterback, but buddy, she's close to starting with yeah. this that we got in front of her. Well, well now one up. funny line Kimmel did say because of the she state, might start need warming up. The state of Biden, the ball. <laughs> the state of Biden has gotten so bad that that Jimmy Kimmel, who is a raging liberal, even says it probably doesn't help her that if, every time she stands next to him, she looks like an assassin. Because, because that was you, funny. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's a funny line. Uh, we're going to give credit. So now, Bubba, you said Peloton. Credit where credit's due. Yeah. Now Peloton is going to weigh in. Okay. So I, you, you have a, your family has a Peloton. Yes, we right? have a Peloton. And I, you, you talked a little bit about it. Rick wears it out. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, the company has been wildly successful. I mean, they have great ads. You, you know, you see that and you think, oh yeah, man, right up check. to the treadmill, sucking that kid under it. That yeah, well, that, that, that a little bit. But um, thanks, Greg. Wow. Well, we all saw the video. There, there's a there's a curiosity factor I think with Peloton with people who don't have it that that you know I would certainly be involved but it, they're doing a good job uh, because a lot of people do enjoy You're it right. even though it's an expensive thing yeah. apparently they're getting well. good results yeah. because people are it's in demand it's a lot like you know Mac computers and a lot of other things right. yeah. so people but, copying it but now yeah now a story out that Peloton is accused of blocking users from using the hashtag Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> On its platforms to connect with other users <laughs> with similar interests. sounds ridiculous. It does. Because it does not meet their guidelines. 
Okay. Well, what, Peloton's what, guidelines. What, I thought what their guidelines? guidelines were how to lose weight and be in yeah, better me shape. Too. Yeah. That. Plus, I, I think can, that's all we need for Plus, Peloton. I told you, if you pick the wrong trainer, they, they, they'll, they'll cuss and raise yeah. gain and all this kind of stuff. To what standard are they talking so, about? So the fitness company, famous for its bikes, gives members access to a Peloton app where they can post their workout along with tags to connect to other Peloton users with picture, similar interests. Picture me doing that. However, yeah, Peloton that appears to have banned the use of the tag hashtag Let's Go Brandon. Uh, it sends an error message <laughs> when the anti-Biden hashtag is used on their app, according to screenshots from PJ Media. Are people screaming Let's Go Brandon while working out? I, what, what is I, this? I, I, I guess. I may do it today. I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't know that was a battle cry from working out. Well, I think, you know, they, they put groups together like, hey, I do Peloton, but I also enjoy uh, oh, okay. you know, being a foodie. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I like, I'm, uh, a gear I'm, I'm into, you know, this kind of music or I'm into that. So apparently the political well, quit doing thing, that. they don't want those people to group together because, you know, they're all domestic terrorists. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, one thing you have to ask, <laughs> do they allow other Nicknames and hashtags that have political. Well, yeah, yeah well, they have all kind of stuff. But so I mean, but while, that one has, for some reason, does not meet their guidelines. Well, a little gray on that. What group are you in with your Peloton friends? <clears throat> uh, well, what's it, your hashtag? It's a, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very rare group that's on there. It's called hashtag Death the Deer. There you go. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yank that off. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine how many few deer hunters there are on there? <laughs> oh, right. But now you kind of bailed when you got your feet stuck in there and couldn't get off. Yeah, I, know, I don't lock in shoes. Couldn't figure well, out. Well, you know, one one of my one of my feet is so messed up, the movement you have to do to unlock yourself, it won't do it. Oh. So I can get off on one side, then I'm stuck on one foot and have to take my shoe off. According to this story, <laughs> according to this story, and I don't know if it's true or not, but the top two downloaded songs were both Let's Go Brandon, one with Tyson James and one with uh, uh, Loza Alexander. So both of the Let's Go Brandon songs are one and two. According to this, yeah, it may, people may be upset about the president. Even people on Peloton. There's a lot of people who don't think he's doing a good job. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as a number. And so we make our way back. Thank you for being with us. All right. So some things that uh, we need to hit before this show ends today. Well, I was I was told this was probably going to happen uh, by someone uh, that has some expertise in this area, Alec Baldwin. Uh, Alec Baldwin um, uh, has uh, been named in the lawsuit stemming from the fatal shooting. Of the cinematographer, uh, is it Hel- Helena? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Helene. H- Helena Hutchins on the set of the movie Rushed. So Alec Baldwin, along with the uh, person who was in charge of the guns uh, and also an assisted director, all have been named. So Alec yeah. is named. Oh, yeah. You knew it would be. Well, and, and I got that from a, a weapons expert who said the problem Alec is going to have and we may even think this is unfair, and then the court may sort it out and not hold him responsible. But he says there is a an, uh, as soon as you are the person with the gun in these type of situations, when you now take ownership of the gun and it kills someone, you can be held accountable too that you didn't check it. Mm. Now I don't, I'm not saying that's fair, I mean, but he's just saying, and it may work out that they go, this is a process we go through, and you won't be held accountable for it, but. 
but yeah. I, I was told he, he will have to be interviewed and vetted out on now did you whether we're going to hold you accountable too since you're the one who actually shot the person and he's going to try to have a press conference about it on the side of the road again yeah he, that that could that could that was bizarre um I, I hate to break this um you know the supply and demand may also affect uh, things involving Christmas Bubba that we didn't count on Santa Claus uh, they're saying Santa's got Santa's got to be a lot of places. Oh yeah, uh, and you know the cost of fuel. Even though he usually travels by reindeer, well, sometimes uh, corn t- prices are up too. Yeah, so. but every, everything. But they're <laughs> saying there is a demand for Santa to be a lot of places, and mm. there may be more demand on Santa than Santa can fulfill. Mm. So uh, they're, they're saying that um, you know not just restaurant workers, truck drivers, and people. We're willing to work in retail or on short supply, they're saying Santa's going to have issues because he also has a team. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that go with getting Santa to a place where you can meet him, and they're saying there you may look and see that old red chair sitting there with nobody in it this year. Couldn't get there. Well, we'll all have to just hope for a little Christmas magic. Really. <laughs> I mean, uh, let me tell you, uh, we're going to need some Christmas magic. To uh, uh, They said the demand for Santa – because of you know, because Santa kind of shut it down last year for the pandemic, the demand for Santa to be somewhere one hundred and twenty percent up. Um, mm. did you happen to see the pictures of the lady? Her name is Dana Nessel. She is the attorney general for the state of Michigan. Did you see her passed out at the yes. Michigan Michigan State? She game? got cranked up at the. She's uh, yeah, she's she, coming clean today. Yeah, she has uh, apologized for her behavior. Said she made a mistake. Um, said she 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 blamed the incident on two Bloody Marys on an empty stomach for making her mm, feel ill. That means let me Ill. let me translate that. That means four Bloody Marys. Yes, yeah. it does. And she was not ill; she was passed out. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's having. She said too. She meant four. All Went right. to see the old Michigan Michigan State football game and tied on a good one. Mm-hmm. By the way, no one believes, ma'am, uh, or Attorney General. No one believes that you only had two Bloody Marys on an empty stomach. No one. I mean, this this kind there of, some shots involved. In this kind one. of drunkenness and and you saying that your staff was trying to keep you from becoming sick on some of your constituents, uh, and um, so that 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 two Bloody Marys, I don't care, empty stomach or full stomach, does not result in that kind of. Behavior. Well, when you add about four shots with it, right, and, and some salt in the lime, right. Um, the Michigan Freedom Fund executive uh, uh, director of that said the issue is not that she got embarrassingly drunk at our state's most watched public event. Mm. Uh, it's that she is completely erratic, irrational, and lacks judgment. <laughs> He's didn't right. They, didn't they roll her out in a wheelchair? <laughs> yes. That that is, that? Yes. Has Queen Gretchen uh, spoke on this yet? Uh, she's no? she's probably pretty quiet here. They're in the same party, so. And she says, "Sometimes I mess up. This was definitely one of those times. My apology to the entire. What about you have to apologize to the entire state of Michigan? Uh, and then says, especially the Michigan fan sitting behind me. Mm. Mm. Some things you can't unsee. Mm. Yeah, that's." Uh, that 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 likes you know oh, it's kind of what her there's a good picture yeah Greg there's your there's your AG right there there she is you got her Michigan hat on 
They lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is interesting, too. I, I saw this headline, and, and I didn't uh, – This is somebody else is going to have to enlighten us on this a little bit. Uh, it said Florida to consider withdrawing from OSHA oversight yeah, due to vaccine that. mandate. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis called a special session of the Florida lawmakers to address the federal COVID-19 regulations, or in his words, overstep. Yep. Um, did can can you just pull out of OSHA? I saw that headline too, and, uh, I, and I was afraid of the story because I'm like, can you do that? OSHA, uh, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration that oversees workplaces. Um, well, l- let's be honest. Uh, OSHA was created again with the right idea in mind that we wanted to make the workplace safe and have some consistency in those ideas. Probably not the government's role to do that. Uh, but again, it's turned into a giant tyrant uh, dictating everything you have to do and how you have to do it. And now telling you about your health, what you got to do. I don't think anybody in their wildest dream thought OSHA would be uh, dictating whether you got a shot or not, ever, at any point. I know, but again, they never know. It's, I hate to keep using the Homeowners Association. Yeah, they, it, it's, it's uh, an expansion of power that I don't think they constitutionally have. Can I put it that way? No. I mean, guys, you've all seen it in your neighborhood, and, I, and there's exceptions, and I'm glad that there are. But you, this person that everybody likes, and then all of a sudden you give him or her the Homeowners Association leadership role, and they become this monster that you never knew because they, they just can't – people like to tell other people what to do. Yeah, I mean, and, just, and they love to say, I've got – that way no matter what you do. I've, we've all got a little king complex, uh, and, and we're like uh, – and the government – it's really simple. Just understand that's how it works, so don't give the government anything that if they decide to abuse it could destroy and ruin your life. It, 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 there's just some they irony. They can't handle it. They've never been able to handle it. Yeah, there's some irony there that they always want to meddle in areas where they do not have constitutional authority, but yet will pay no attention to the things and the jobs they are given to do and, and don't seem to be interested in that, like guarding the border. Yeah, it's like the person that you go over, because I love when they put public servant on their cards. It's like inside the church, you go, congratulations, you've lived your life as a man of integrity, uh, we're going to make you a deacon in the church, so we need you to clean up the fellowship hall after the dinner. And the person's saying, well, I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't want to do that, I want to go over and tell everybody what to do. Well, that's not what a deacon, that's not what you, you, this leadership role is for you to be the person to make sure that, uh, you know, the food pantry is working, we're feeding people we're supposed to be feeding, Get the, you're, you're, it's a servant's role. Yeah, but I want to tell everybody what to do. Well, no, won't you go do what that role actually calls for? And like you said, they, they don't want to do those things, but they want to do everything that they don't have the power to do. But they'll find a way to have it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.